0: Bet you wish you so blurred, talking about what we heard, talking about what we see, all through the eyes of a blurred, everything that we do urge. flying like a super person, plus I got super friends, we be teaming up early.
1: Welcome to Blurred Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news, we talk about it every week, it's your boy Jordan with... Hello Blurred Vision cast. What we're doing Pennywise now at... This is your great, 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 great comic geek, Michael. <laughs> and you guys will float too. Okay, what you don't see, guys, is that Michael is wearing full clown makeup right now. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I was like, go for it, bro, whatever. But it's not makeup. <laughs> <laughs> this is your true form. my face, Jordan. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, Michael, how you doing? We're going uh, to do the whole <laughs> podcast like this. I'm doing good. <laughs> 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 Who could out-bill Skarsgård the other Skarsgård? <laughs> Hey guys, this week we've got a jam pack. No, we don't. What am I even saying? We've got The Boys and we've got News. Those are the two main things we're talking about this week. We, we could have anime, I but mean,
0: it, it, it depends. Sometimes we... We could we could talk about, yeah, I always one, say that, right? about one specific thing. How long did we talk about Avengers? <laughs> we talked about it for about as long as the movie.
1: Yeah, like two hours. <laughs> two hours plus? Yeah, that's true. Every time I say, like, hey man, we only have this to talk about, we end up taking like three hours to talk about that one thing, so maybe I should... Put my brakes on not having a lot to talk about just yet. Yes. <laughs> but we do have The Boys. I binged literally all of it in a day. And we're not just talking about us. No. We are boys. Yeah, we're yeah not, not us, The Boys. The Boys, the Amazon Prime show, which is fucking ridiculous that Amazon Prime now has a show that I think is up there with the upper echelon of superhero TV. I'm talking about Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones season one. I think The Boys is up there. He's thinking. He's thinking. Maybe. Mm. All right. All right. All right. We're <laughs> gonna fight. Maybe. Because <laughs> I'll be. I'll be honest. I. I literally watched one episode last night. Just to be like. All right. Well, Michael usually watches like one episode of these new shows, and then he takes like a week to watch the rest. I'm gonna watch one episode. Cut to three o'clock in the morning. I'm six episodes deep. Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> this show is like Pringles can, man. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Yeah, I watched. I watched them
0: all. Well, no, I started. I started watching on Saturday, but then I just finished the rest of the Sunday.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've binged anything that voraciously since, like, a Daredevil Season 1 or Jessica Jones Season 1, though. That's why I'm making the comparison. Yeah, it's been a while since I've, like, sat and binged. Yeah, not planned it. Just be like, I'm watch one episode. I need more. <laughs> well, no, I planned to finish it by yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, we also have anime. I mean, we, well, I say that. Dr. Stone. I didn't, yeah, I didn't watch it, Fire That's Force. all he watched. Yeah. He didn't watch Fire Force. Remember that he big list? Watch, <laughs> he didn't watch Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. Demon Slayer. He didn't watch. He still hasn't watched Shield Hero. Right, I'm going to be 100% with you. Demon Slayer. I just. They're I'm like, not excited about magic.
0: It. It's not like magic. <laughs> what the fuck? is that? I don't not like magic. Notice the trend. He doesn't watch Shield Hero. That's magic. But Demon Slayer. That's magic. Dr. Stone. Pretty magical. Doctors, that's not magic. It's science.
1: This, <laughs> the entire exciting incident is basically magic. Well, and the, what the fuck that uh, the villain guy can do? That's pretty magical. No, it's just, not fantasy. It's, it's, it's science. It's science? Yeah, Super Soldier Serum. I'm a fucking catch geese out the air guys, with science. Super Soldier Serum. All right, well, guess what we have this week, Michael, before we get into topics of the week. No magic, because Jordan hates magic. No, there's no magic. <laughs> Unless you count the magic in our iTunes reviews, because we do have some new iTunes reviews this week. People love us again. Oh, how many? One? Uh, <laughs> no, three, actually. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's get in into iTunes reviews. Our first iTunes review comes from Shameless Dino. It's a five-star review. What up, y'all? I think this is a re-review. We've heard from Shameless Dino before. Uh, hey, guys, back again with another review. and I want to say that I'm super excited for Unworthy 3. I want to update y'all on a few things. Thank you. We are currently neck deep in production on that. It's going slower than expected, but I'm thinking... Maybe September will release at this rate. Uh, Buck, you guys update on that. First, the reason why Fire Force didn't have an episode last week was because there was a fire on the Kyoto Animation Building and it killed 33 people. That's fucking tragic. But remember we're asking why they didn't have an episode last week, Michael? Yeah, and I figured it, yeah. Um, yeah, that's... What an appropriately fucked up tragedy for Fire Force. Jesus. Is that the same animation studio that makes it? It's the same animation studio that makes it, yeah. Damn! That's tragic. This tragedy struck the anime community hard, and a couple of anime stopped their broadcasts that week, including Fire Force. Yeah, I guess so. Also, you guys got to watch Danburo non Kilo Motero. Uh, 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 I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. <laughs> and Hunter x Hunter. God damn it. Anyways, that's all I got to say. So stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond Plus Ultra. Man, I haven't gotten through Demon
0: Slayer. I was gonna gonna say, list. isn't it funny <laughs> how I... Started this podcast not watching any anime, and now I'm watching way more anime than you are. That's
1: because <laughs> I only watched the most exceptional anime, Michael. Only the finest of anime. Okay. <laughs> Things that, that pique like? my interest. Ooh, Jamie. No,
0: I'm about to say, I'm like, who does that sound like? You sound like me and only watching Dragon Ball Super. That
1: was not the finest <laughs> <laughs> now, to me. I was like, the, nothing compares to Dragon Ball Z, everything else is trash. Well, that's because you didn't have a point of reference. You're over here eating cheeseburgers, like, I don't eat this finest of Sirloin steaks. Like, what? You're eating a fucking Wendy's
0: burger at best. But anyway, right, don't talk about Wendy's. Wendy's is. Out of the fast food restaurants, Wendy's is the best. All right, I agree with that. Wendy's is not my favorite, but still, it's not the point. <laughs> Even though I did have Sonic this morning, like, like 5 o'clock this morning. <laughs> well, mostly because I wanted that milkshake. That strawberry milkshake was good.
1: That's kind of like ice cream. So. Milkshakes if you ask. Yeah, get those yeah. abs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next email or our next uh, iTunes review comes from Robin. Oh, no. Ramen Hibachi. I think this is a new one. i never heard that name before, right? Ramen no, Hibachi? I've never heard that name his review is short and sweet. It's a five star and he says, watch Demon Slayer. <laughs> also, how do I send an email? So. Agreed. <laughs> so you can send an email to Blurvision at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, I will, I will get on watching Demon Slayer. And actually I was talking to Michael about this before the podcast, but I'm thinking. No, I don't want to watch magic. It's not about magic. <laughs> it's just, it never, it didn't catch my interest. Like, you know, the first... Because it has magic. No, because the characters and or premise didn't catch me like other things did. Like, Dr. Stone caught me. Like, I was hooked out of the first episode of that. Mm, mm, I would say shield hero to a lesser extent. Uh, 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 magic. Uh, and I've talked about it before. It's just I've seen that premise a lot. Like, it's just a person from our world. It's, it's, it's isekai. A person from our world gets taken to a different world. It's a fantasy world. They overpower. They build a harem. It's been done to death. What caught me with the, what caught me with that anime was just the fact that it had um, that weird twist of hey, but guess what? You can get hashtag Me Too. Like wait, what? <laughs> That's weird for a fantasy anime. But for the anime itself, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not like hooked on it like a Doctor Stone or Attack on Titan or My Hero. But I'm thinking we're gonna do an anime Patreon discussion this week. What the fuck is that? Oh God! What the fuck? Why would you? Show? What? That's not real. That can't be real. I don't know. That's not real. <laughs> Michael just showed me. What is her name? Emma Watson. It, it looks like Emma Watson. Yeah, Harry Potter. Like first, it's like she's wearing like a, a a boob vest or something, and she's like, first of all, she's playing with her boobs. Then you realize it's like a boob vest she's wearing. And then she takes it off and reveals that, th- that her entire face is part of that vest. And it's really like a Mission Impossible face switch into Beyonce? Who is that? That's not Beyonce. Who it's is- Sophia Vergara. Beyonce. <laughs> I can't be real. That, it doesn't, uh, if that's real, then you could take off your face right now and look like a fucking Beyonce, too. I mean, no, bullshit. <laughs> Uh, and let's see, our last iTunes review comes from Young jg 19 It's a five-star review. Question for Blurred Vision. Hello there. When is he going to watch Demon Slayer? <laughs> for our Patreon episode, coming this Wednesday. <laughs> Comic-Con came, so I'm sure you had lots of things to read and watch. I have had some questions about you guys that I would like to have answered answers to, such as, what are your jobs? What are your favorite top three movies of any genre? What is your favorite food? Vood? What's your favorite food? What? Voodoo? Thank you once again for doing the podcast and have a good day. What are your top favorite three movies of any genre? What is your job and what is your favorite food? Okay. Movie? I'll I'll have to think about it. I said answer all these personal questions. (laughs) Well, me and Michael turn tricks at night. They they don't just want to know about movies, they want to know about our lives so So they can stalk us. Yeah, exactly. What are your favorite top three movies of any genre? I think we've answered this question before, but just our top que- our top movie, and even that we couldn't give a straight answer to. We were like, uh, I don't know. I think I think I said Viva Fondetta. That was my favorite superhero movie.
0: Yeah, favorite superhero movies. Which I don't know if
1: it's true anymore. I like so many different superhero
0: movies for different reasons now. I'll, I'll, I guess maybe for now, favorite superhero movies would probably be not in any particular order, but Infinity War... Winter
1: Soldier. All oh, Marvel movies? You fucking Marvel fanboy? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? If BVS is not on this list, you're a fanboy. And...
2: BVS. Uh, fuck you.
1: <laughs> Michael, there's no time.
0: Winter Soldier. I would consider V for Vendetta a superhero movie. I would consider it a comic book movie, but not a superhero movie. But it's about a superhero. No, he's not a
1: superhero. It's a mass vigilante. <laughs> He's what's, not a superhero. <laughs> what what's the line?
0: Uh, when you're super.
1: <laughs> he is super. He has super strength and super reflexes. and Does he though? Yeah, he does. Remember at the end when he's like, you know. Oh, yeah, he, When he took out all those guys. Yeah. Like the one real action scene in that movie. I guess there was a couple small ones, but that was like the big one. Even that wasn't that big. <laughs> Winter Soldier,
0: Endgame. I mean, Infinity War. I was like, wait, yeah, what? And maybe Civil War. So not endgame? I'm not
1: saying it wrong. I'm just saying like I'm just curious. No, I think I like Civil War more than I agree. I think endgame I really like the like the last battle. But like the other stuff. Great character stuff, but in terms of like, oh I can't wait to go back and rewatch those Tony Stark and the stuff. Yeah, in dad terms of scenes. like rewatchability. Yeah. Right, I I agree with that for the most part. And what's your favorite food? Ice cream? It's ice cream, isn't it? No, I like Thai food. Okay. With ice cream? <laughs> well, yeah, with ice cream. Okay. All right, well, we can jump in the emails, because we do have a couple of those, too. Or we could get into the boys. Uh, a lot of the emails are talking about um, San Diego Comic-Con news that we talked about last week. Remember, we were like, oh, man, we're going to save these for later. And then we, I totally forgot. Yeah, you forgot. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get in the emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Uh, this is a continuation from last week, so if you guys were like <laughs> waiting on bated breath for our D- Mo- diamante sharp email finale, here it is. Uh, he was asking all his questions about um, the MCU and saying it San Diego Comic Con news. So he says, first off, X Men. A few emails ago, I said a pretty broad idea of how the X Men should be introduced in the MCU. But after listening to the Dark Phoenix review for the upteenth time, I had a better understanding of how the X Men should be introduced, and wanted to hear what you guys think. What if Phase Five or Six, whichever phase is after this current one, is mostly X Men focused, consisting of ten or twelve movies? Dang, that's a lot of movies. Both solo and team ups that feature MCU events. Uh, for example, since X Men: First Class was in the seven, was in the seventies, you could tie in Secret. Uh, you could tie in a Secret Sentinel. Project among the other science shit Howard Stark was doing for the government as, like, a deterrent. Captain Marvel was in the 90s, so you could have her feature in a rogue solo movie, a storm solo movie. It's like a mix of a slave revolt movie slash romantic drama introducing a young T'Challa. Each solo movie ending with Charles Xavier showing up Nick Fury... Wait, what? Each solo movie ending with Charles Xavier showing up Nick Fury... Oh, showing up Nick Fury style, saying something deep and motivational, or whatever the fuck he says to the X-Men. With the final movie being Avengers vs. X-Men. What do you guys think? And do you have any other suggestions on how the X-Men and MCU should go? Oh wow, that's like that's like part one of like three different or four different questions. I don't even know if I want to see Avengers versus X Men. What? That's like the 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 big money shot at the end of this whole X-Men thing. Yeah. I, I can't wait for that.
0: But yeah, but like all the characters that you think of, that you, would even get from the comic, they're not gonna be, like, there's no, there's not gonna be any Iron Man. Who knows if is still gonna be around by the time we get to that point? If it's like, oh, phase- but you're th- you're thinking about like as if it happened right now. That would probably happen to like, phase six or. That's seven. what I'm saying. It's gonna, it's not gonna happen, for any, it's not gonna happen for a very long time. Yeah, and so by then. A lot of these actors might not be around anymore. Again, like that's what I was saying. Like we might not have T'Challa around because usually they're around for three movies, maybe. Yeah. But okay, so but by, let's by let's the just time say we get to Avengers versus X Men, we already have Black Panther three, so maybe he might drop out by then. Well, if he doesn't,
1: or what if it's just a replacement for all the characters that we know now? Like if it was Iron Man. We already and want and Captain America has gone, Iron Man has gone. But there's Sam Cap. I'm not saying it's the same exact thing as the comic X Men versus Avengers, which I mean. None of these things have been exact adaptations. But regardless, even with Sam Cap and Shuri Black Panther and Riri Iron Man, I would still want to see Avengers vs. X-Men. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Racist? <laughs> like, If it's not, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, I don't fucking want it. Granted, in an ideal world, that's what I would want too. But, I mean, if the option is no Avengers vs. X-Men or you know, a different Avengers vs. X-Men. Yeah, but
0: like, what made Avengers vs. X-Men... I didn't come- even like how Avengers vs. X-Men
1: ended in the comics. I didn't like the Phoenix stuff. No. And then the fact that Charles died. Yeah, I didn't mind that. But he dies all the time, so it wasn't like, that didn't even impact me. I was just like, oh, he's dead again. I thought he was dead already. How did he- when did he come back last time? <laughs> like, did he die before that? Like, I don't... Right? He's died a couple times in the comics. I don't remember. I don't remember how he comes back each time. Well, he's back now. He's back again? Yeah. How did he come
0: back this time? Because...
2: <laughs> Bullshit. Every time,
0: he, every time he dies, his consciousness lives on somewhere. And then? And so his consciousness was in like an, another dimension, and then Phantom X got him out, but then it's, it was like a flash thing when he was trapped in a speed force where if you take somebody, somebody has to take your place. Oh, I hate comics. So, <laughs> Fan, so Phantom X took his place, but then Charles Xavier got Phantom X's bo- It's convoluted. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, I hate that. I hate everything about that. Alright, well he goes on to say now comics. One are you guys reading or going to read deceased? It's currently at three or four issues and essentially DC's Marvel Zombies and it gets dark. I didn't even know that's a thing. Wait, what? Deceased. So it's DC, but it's like deceased. Oh no, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I've heard of that, but I didn't know it was Marvel Zombies for DC. Come on, combo guy, you're the you're black gay comic geek. You didn't know this? I'm not black gay. I know every single thing about comic <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, two, if Eobar wasn't a factor in Flash War, whose side would you be on? Wally's because he's trying to bring back a family he didn't even remember he had? Or Barry's because he's done the same and knows repercussions of what Wally's trying to do? Man, did you finish Flash War? I didn't finish it. I fell off after the whole yeah. Sage Force Yeah, I fell off. Whatever after that, force. That whole stupid, yeah, all sage that fucking force, bullshit. Strength force. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Guess what? Superman's not just strong. He's got the strength force. Like, what? So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching? It's noise. It just popped up um, on my phone. No, Michael's bored of the podcast. He's watching his <laughs> he's watching different podcasts. <laughs> um I mean, I would be on Wally's side just to give a broad answer even though I haven't finished the, the comic series just because I mean Barry just fucks shit up. The, ho- the whole thing is his fault. The fact that there's even like a different timeline that Wally could be losing his family in and it's all because well I guess it retconned it to be Dr. Manhattan's fault. But no it's fucking Barry. Fuck that shit. I mean
0: Wally fucks stuff up too if you think about the stuff that he did in Heroes in Crisis and going through time and then
1: Ending Wait, is that, is that the new thing? That's the, that was a new thing, yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking about the Flashpoint that made the whole universe fucked up in the first place. That's why Wally lost his family, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. But he, but he didn't do it on purpose. But he's <laughs> <laughs> super selfish. We need the boys to cover the Flash. Which kind of happens in the boys. I mean, kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, anime. Jordan, there's an anime that I know you'll love because it has a big, well, at least relatively big monsters. It's called "To the Abandoned Sacred Beast." Basically, what happens in this platoon of monsters fighting in a war? I was yeah,
0: I was gonna start watching that at some point.
1: Oh, you've heard of this? Yeah. Uh, basically, what happens in this platoon of monsters fighting in a war become corrupted, and before the captain can do anything to help, he's betrayed by both the women or the woman he loves. And his best friend. I need to catch up on all the other shit. I'll try to watch something new. And Michael, the main character, is a werewolf. So there. So this is kind of like both of us. <laughs> all right. Everything we could possibly want in one all anime. i about that
0: werewolf love. Mm. I want a werewolf boyfriend. Okay. Jordan is kind of hairy, so maybe. What the
1: fuck? <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, you, Black Liberation. So since we're all in agreement of a black Ariel not doing anything that changes her character and that reboots need to something oh, needs something different to bring an audience to it, does that mean we're all excited for Black Buffy? Because I am speaking oh because I am speaking of we haven't heard anything about that since Comic Con. What's the deal? What's the deal with that, Michael? She's not Black Buffy. She's
0: black a Black Slayer, within the Buffy world. It's like Miles Morales Buffy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's just a new Slayer twenty years later,
1: which I'm fine with. I prefer those stories to we're just going to reboot and pretend the other thing didn't exist. Uh, and finally, I love whenever Michael mentions something about Netflix and their production budgets and whatnot. He always brings up since 8. Michael, are you ever going to let that go? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Without missing a beat. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm sorry it was so long. I think it was longer than my appreciation post. But regardless, can't wait for the next podcast. And Jordan, please watch Secret Beast and that weightlifting anime. They're both great. Yeah, I've actually seen... It's just, it's
0: just like the fucking Flash. They're like, oh, we don't have the budget for two speedsters and you have a whole oh. season. With, oh. You have a whole season with two speedsters. the same thing. Oh, Sensei it was too expensive. But then they
1: come up with all these other shits. That's just as expensive or even more. I want a clip of the creators going like, oh yeah, we would use Wally Westmore but we don't have the budget for two speedsters and then a clip of like every scene of Ira or uh, Nora in season five and then liar! <laughs> Traitors! <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and I heard that, I saw clips of that weightlifting anime. Remember that thing where it was like the anime girls weightlifting shit and getting huge? Yeah. It looks pretty funny. So I might actually watch it. This is, You're now the second person to suggest this, and I I think it would be pretty funny. So I'm going to check it out. Uh, That's all for now. I think I'll take a break from emailing to give you guys a break. And as always, stay nerdy, my blurry. No problem, Diamante. That was actually a really good email. I enjoyed the discussions it brought up. Um, And I will check out your suggestions. Uh, Next email comes from... Ah, Jacob. Oh, pal. haven't heard from him in a bit. Hopefully this email isn't too long. Hello, Mr. Michael, Mr. Jordan. Have you uh, how have you both been? Uh, I hope you I hope you've both been swell. Sorry I haven't left the review nor an email lately. I've been sorta of busy, but that's neither here nor there, as Jordan would say. I'll leave a full review explaining things next week. It'll most likely be pretty long as well, general please. Appreciation post part six. It's been a while since my last appreciation post, so I think another one is due. Aw, oh, thanks, man. These, 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 like, appreciation posts are, like, the sweetest He's, thing. He keeps, he keeps them numbered. Yeah, he keeps track of them. He's going to put them all in, like, one big manifesto at the end. But the six mean it's the last one? Because there are six Infinity Stones. Is this the end? Oh, my God. That. <laughs> I was going to talk about Far From Home and Endgame, but the email would be too long. Unless, of course, I could be on the episode to discuss. No, too far? Yeah, I thought so. Then again, Jordan did say a good while back. Some past hosts would be on and talk about Endgame. I totally forgot about that. Ah, Deku, I'm sorry. <laughs> All my has failed. Oh, I should do that. Is it too late? Do, do I care anymore? I was like, it's like three, four months. Like I need like April, an excuse.
0: April, May, June, July. We're about to be in August. Yeah, four months.
1: <laughs> We'd have to like frame it as a discussion about the future of the MCU. But I think it could be done. Maybe that should be a Patreon episode. Put a pin in that, Jacob. Let we'll me get back to you on that. Uh, okay, anyway, I can't wait to hear the topics as well as the news, which is slowly but surely becoming my favorite section of the podcast. That's all for this week. For this week. Thanks for being the best folks in Geekdom. Aw, oh, thanks, Jacob. I'm blushing. So he loves the news, so don't, don't disappoint, Jacob. Whether, there's,
0: there's, I'm, like, searching the internet, like, there's nothing to talk about this week. Well, we'll just make big
1: discussions about whether there is to talk the, about. It's, like,
0: the week after Comic-Con, so, like, most of the stuff dropped. Oh, everything's
1: dry. Yeah. Uh, let's like, see. my sex life. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, next email comes from Danny Villasenor, question of the week. Hey guys, so have you heard the news? Someone is coming back to play Thor, the new Thor movie. Don't want to say too much because Michael probably has it in the news. But if you don't, Michael, get on it, bruh. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we did last talk week. about it. I'm still not a fan. I don't <laughs> remember. I didn't say I didn't like it just because she's coming out of nowhere, right? Uh, I don't remember what you said. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, did I did I blank out on that whole conversation? Because I did, I remember thinking about it, but I remember talking about it. I know I don't like it. <laughs> Cause you're sexist yes <laughs> so sexist that I want Valkyrie to be the new Thor yeah okay yeah now I remember because we did talk about that yes it doesn't make sense it's like out of left field but yeah um, and then it's like
0: in the comics it made more sense because at that time Thor son, was unworthy yes in Endgame he's they showed worthy. he's still worthy yeah so why wouldn't he wield Mjolnir there? And where's it coming from? And yeah, where's it... I guess Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse, Tom's 85, whatever the fuck that movie is. Maybe it comes from the multiverse or whatever.
1: I don't know. Maybe. Or but maybe this, this Jane... Maybe get somebody else to remake another one. This Jane I don't see as worthy either. Like, what has she done that puts her on the level of Captain America? Yeah. That's another big issue with the, with the movies. Like, they've established that the only two people so far to have been able to lift the hammer other than Thor have been Vision, which doesn't count because he's a robot. And Captain America, and that was like a big like build up to that. So for now, Jane out of nowhere to be like, "Hey, I'm worthy," even though I've not been around for like the last five years, it's kind of bullshit. And then on top of that, like, I wonder how they're gonna explain
0: her becoming Thor, because again, well, in, didn't, the, com- didn't in the comics, the TD say was, she's called the Mighty Thor. I was gonna say, but even still, like in the comics, she was unworthy. He didn't feel. Worthy of carrying the name Thor Even though that's his name yeah. He didn't feel good enough To carry the name Thor so It's he like being so
1: depressed I'm like hey Michael You're Jordan now Yeah he just, <laughs> like, he just, saw, he just went
0: by The name Odin's son. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like You want to be Thor Be Thor They've had a connection They've been together Yada yada yada, yada. So it, it made sense But in this aspect It'd be like Okay you're Thor now It'd be like why Yeah When Captain America Wielded the hammer He wasn't Thor Yeah I don't I don't
1: get it He was still Captain America Yeah And on a, on a meta level like a breaking the fourth wall level, I have the same issue with her that I had with Ben Affleck. Like, once I know you don't want to be in the role, and she didn't for a long time. She
0: talked
2: about that no, publicly. No, she talked
0: about, she, she said several times, like, oh, I don't think I'll ever come back to the MCU. I'm done. I'm, dead. I'm done with that chapter of my life. Yeah. And, was she, even, and then she she had wasn't big, even in game, right? That was just a, a old footage. That yeah, was, it was just old footage. She wouldn't come back for that. Yeah. So it's like, but now that she's the main character. Yeah, now it's like, oh, you want to be Thor? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely coming back now. Like, mm. no, go do something else. Yeah, that's, and that's unworthy. Against, <laughs> and, I mean, she's a good actor. It's nothing against the actor. It's nothing against Natalie Portman. But, like, I never connected with her Jane Foster. She was never written well. Yeah, exactly. She's a comic relief at best. And then even, like, the relationship that she had with, with Thor was like, it didn't feel... I feel more chemistry between her and Valkyrie, between him and Valkyrie, which I just, and slip, it may be her and Valkyrie. Well, yeah, I felt more chemistry between Valkyrie and Thor, and they weren't even together yeah. than I felt
1: between Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth. Agreed. So we hate it, Danny. <laughs> if you didn't catch the last week, we don't like it. Um, let's see, he goes on to say... Make Thor great again. Do you think they should have female Thor or keep bro Thor just to have him lose a couple of pounds and have him stick with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, did they say how that's going to work? I read
0: that Thor takes place before Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm like, so I'm confused. <laughs> Do they drop him off back on Earth? He's in the movie, I heard. Yeah, he's in the movie. I have a feeling he's probably not going to be... I think the movie is mostly going to be Valkyrie and, J- and Jane. I hope they don't do a thing where a they... With a little bit of Chris. I'd be okay with that.
1: I just hope they don't do a thing where maybe they don't... He sh- maybe he shows up for the f- for whatever the final battle is or whatever. Yeah, that'd be cool. He's got to at least establish why she has the hammer, so he's got to be in it. But my thing is, I just don't want them to to walk back the end of Endgame. Like, I want to see him with the Guardians. I don't want to have Guardians 3 begin with them dropping him off somewhere or even Thor... Or even in Thor, he gets dropped off like by the Guardians there. I I, I want to see As Guardians of the Galaxy. Like you teased it, I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it too.
0: So maybe they'll do a thing where he's in both. Like if it if it takes place before Guardians, maybe he made a pit stop somewhere. I don't know. Cause it doesn't make <laughs> a pit stop make, back on Earth. He, he's leaving Earth. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to take place on Earth because she's now Thor. She can go wherever
1: she wants. I guess how the fuck she get the hammer? And so I guess it has
0: to it has to start on Earth for her to get the hammer. But then after once she becomes Thor, she meets a, she meets she, him on some other planet. Like, hey, what's yeah, what's up, Thor? But I don't know, cause cause Asgard is on
1: Earth now too. So yeah, do you think they're gonna do the cancer thing? I heard people speculating about that. Like, maybe this is her. Like if she doesn't want to do any more movies, she's gonna do this one movie with the cancer plot line, and then at the end, give it up and then die. Oh, maybe. They'd be dark. It will be dark, but at the same time, I don't even know if I want
0: that because
1: because out of nowhere,
0: yes, yeah, out of nowhere, and it's like. By the way, I've cancer. And now. then it's also, what? and then it's like, what's what's the word I'm trying to use? Uh, not torture porn, but like close enough where it's like now you're trying to get me to feel for this character where I didn't feel for her before by giving her this tra- tragedy porn. Ah, uh, okay, I see
1: what you're saying. Let's, Sympathy points. Yeah. Okay, I hear that. Uh, As always, stay nerdy, my blurties, and go beyond Plus Ultra. Hope y'all have a good week. P.S. Jordan, we are ready for Power Rangers Unworthy, and I hope you can manage everything with it and whatever else you got. Michael, keep it up. I guess whatever you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's funny because... So high praise. Yeah, it's funny because... Yeah, keep doing whatever you're doing. I guess whatever you're doing. But it's funny because he always ends with the the All Might thumbs up. So I was (laughs) like... And Michael... Keep doing whatever you're doing. Thumbs up. Wow. Thanks, Danny. And yeah, I hope you guys like Unworthy 3 when it's done. Uh, this is the most, I've said it before, but this is the most story-intensive episode and the least action-intensive, so I'm hoping I can sell it with just the story. And I guess I'm just not doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do more than me, buddy. Uh, Captain Falcon America. Next email comes from Robin Ekblad. It's an awesome last name. Hey guys, I uh, hope you guys, uh, hope you're not recording yet. Been a while since my last email, hope this makes up for it. Love your show, gets me through the long work days, although as we say in Sweden, we have semester now. What? I don't know. Although as we say in Sweden, we have semester now. I guess that means he's on break, like a vacation. Semester usually semester is like when the school starts: a fall semester, spring semester, summer semester. I'm working off context clues, okay? <laughs> Love your show; gets me through the long work days. Although, as we say in Sweden, we have a semester now. So yeah, I'm assuming he's on vacation. Uh, I recently rewatched both Winter Soldier and Civil War, and I have to say Sam's moral is almost identity. Uh, Sam's morals are almost identical to Steve's. I wonder if he gets the serum to make him a super soldier. Or should they keep him a regular human? I don't know in the comics he's a regular human.
0: But it's comic books. Batman's a regular human. Yeah, he still does. Yeah, quote-unquote regular humans. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's really whatever the plot wants to make him do. Because even in Endgame, you saw that scene where he was like killing one of those giant monster things with his wings? Yeah. Yeah, I mean like the wings are pretty fucking amazing by themselves. Like, they don't get enough shine in the movies. But think about um, the beginning of Civil War when he was like killing or stopping criminals or, or terrorists without even looking at them. He's kind of like Iron Man. So, you know. Ish, yeah. Ish. <laughs> Just needs a full suit. Uh, let's see. However, I stand by behind him completely to be the next Captain America or his own iteration of that. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally behind it. And I don't know what this says in Swedish, but it's cool that we are overseas. Med vanling <laughs> just give it up. I, I, know, butchered I don't know what this was to say, but can you pronounce that at the bottom?
0: Med <laughs> 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 Okay.
1: Why'd you throw it like <laughs> the
2: hack. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Swedish? <laughs> That's
1: <was> close enough. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, let's. We have got two more emails. First one comes from Jamal Kism, A Lifetime of Comics. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. In a lot of your conversations about upcoming movies, you tend to talk about things that happen in the comics. Growing up, I didn't really read comics. I mostly watched the cartoons. Ditto. Uh, But for the past four or five years, I've been reading a lot. Even still, more often than not, the things you bring up I've never heard of nor new happened cuz there's too many comics. <laughs> this brought me to the question of how did you read comics as a kid? Yeah, it's like the boys. I never heard of the boys. Yeah, me either. But it's... that's not
0: even DC or Marvel. That's like No. Well, technically, <clears throat> it started off as Wildstorm, which is Mar- which is DC. Oh, okay. But then DC canceled it and they got bought by Dynamic.
1: Mm. Uh how did you read comics as a kid and how did you read them now as an adult? Or how do you read them now as an adult? Were you in the comic shops every Wednesday getting single issues as a kid and now you just buy and trade? Or were your younger years spent getting information from other people and looking on the internet, but now as an adult you read more? Internet. There was no internet Yeah, right? <laughs> when well, we, we were, were younger. Oh no, man. We had at, at best we had fifty six K modem dial up yeah. AOL. <laughs> it's
0: like the Get
2: brightness. off the
0: internet, I need to use the phone. Oh
2: my god. Oh, we're old. <laughs>
0: Or Dang. having to record, if you're not home, having to set your VHS tape to record because there was no TiVo or no. streaming or on demand or you had to record your, your episodes on the VHS tape with
1: commercials oh, and all. <laughs> Remember those fucking VHS fucking Or if you players? knew there was a
0: song that came on the radio, you have to get your cassette tape and hit the record button <laughs> to record it on the Bro, radio.
1: I feel so old because fuck those VCR players that like you would stick the VCR in the, the record or the player. I had the old school one that would pop up. Like you press a button and like it would pop up like a like a I don't know, what's it, like a like a waffle maker and you would put the VHS like top down in it and then close it. Like no, a like I, a, like an iron I'd press or something. Just stick it in. Oh see no, I had the, the top loader. That's how fucking old school Jacob I Jacob is like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah, fuck man. <laughs> Wait, so v- how did you read? VHS? What? Yeah, what is that? How did you this as a kid though?
0: Um, I didn't read comics as a kid. I watched the cartoons. Oh, same. Yeah. We're both the 90s kids. I didn't start reading comics until... Funny, funny enough, I didn't really start reading comics until I was in college. And what really got me reading comics was when Buffy became a comic. Wow. <laughs> it all goes back to yeah. fucking Buffy. <laughs> when, when Buffy season 8 started to become a comic, that's when I actually, like, actually started to go to the comic book store every single week. And that's all I was reading, but wow. the Buffy comics. See, I never even did the every week thing. Like, I would go... Or not every week, because it came out once a month. So once a month, I would go get the Buffy comics.
2: Okay.
1: And then eventually it became Angel. Okay. I didn't start collecting comics until, like, college years. And that was when I started reading the Ultimate comics. Because those were, to me, those were my, my Marvel comics. Because I actually could keep up with them. I, I knew where it started. I was there for the first issue. And it was a finite amount, so I could literally just keep up. I read most of those online like through pirating. I didn't even like buy them. I collected them after the fact. Collected the covers.
0: And then eventually like maybe like six years ago that's when I started reading more. And, and like I've always followed like Tangentially, what happened in like Marvel and DC? Like, I would read what's going on with Marvel now on like the Wikipedia page, what's happening with Spider Man. Yeah. So, I would always keep like an ear out of what's going on and I could talk about it like vaguely. But it wasn't until like 66 six or seven years ago that I actually started like reading the comics. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and I wanna start with
1: like Avengers Disassembled and read up to now. Mm. I think it's the way you do it. You just you fall in at a certain point, and you just keep reading from there. And then you go back to things people suggest, but there's, there's no like perfect roadmap to how to read comics. There's just too many. Which I'm not caught up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See? No I, perfect roadmap. Then I, then I stopped.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then I started back up again. Then I stopped. See, when I was a kid- like, I still haven't finished reading, because I stopped. I haven't, I haven't finished reading the Ultimate stuff. Oh, really? Because I wanted to read everything. Like from Ultimate Spider Man, Ultimate
1: Fantastic Four, Ultimate X Men, Ultimate Daredevil, Ult- like everything. I read it all up until I know exactly where I stopped in Ultimate Comics when Peter Park came back to life in the Miles Morales. That's, that's around when it ended. It ended a little bit after that, but I was I was like I'm done. They jumped the shark. Like the, the, what made Ultimate Comics cool to me was there were stakes, and they always seemed to never need to go back to the status quo. And when they started going back to the status quo, I was I was like I'm out. There's no point anymore. They've, they've betrayed what made the universe unique. And then they ended up folding into 616 anyway. So that's really why. The writing was on the wall basically when Peter Parker came back. It kind of showed that they wanted to keep the, the comics mainstream and appease fans. But what made those comics cool to me was that they didn't give a fuck about appeasing longtime fans. They, they killed Daredevil off screen in the Ultimate Universe. Like literally. Off screen. He died in the Magneto flood. Didn't even show him. He, they found his body later. It's like, what the fuck? Night of the head popped off by Dormammu. His cape strangled him to death, and he popped his head like a fucking grape. Yeah, I heard about that. It's fucked up, dude. I read that. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I thought Night of strange. Stranger's like a main character! <laughs> well, not in Ultimate Universe. Not in Ultimate Universe. Um, but yeah, I, I started reading comics. No. I started with the, the cartoons in the 90s, so like the Batman anime series and stuff. And then my yeah, mom Superman. tried to get me. Yeah, all those. Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, yeah, Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. Iron Man. Yeah. And then my mom tried to buy me a comic, but the comic she bought me scared me cuz it was a Man-Bat comic and like I wasn't ready for the super violent graphic Batman like comics like that. And then it was like a one-two punch. It was the Man-Bat comic and then she bought me a Venom comic. And it, this is like 90s hardcore Venom where he's talking about eating Spider-Man's brains and shit. That fucked me up so bad. I was like, no, I'm out of comics. Comics are clearly the scary alternative to cartoons. So I stuck with cartoons for a long time. I didn't go back until You a bitch. <laughs> Look, man, I was like, what, twelve or something? It was scary.
0: <laughs> this is last week. <laughs> yeah, this was last week. <laughs>
1: It was really scary. He was gonna eat his brains, man. <laughs> and this is like this is old guess, school venom. I guess I'm
0: knowing because I'm like me. That would have inter- Like I wanted a Chucky doll when I was young. So
1: <laughs> but it's weird because then I, I ended up getting back into the comics based on more fucked up shit, like the Doctor Strange being killed and the all the fucked up Ultimate Universe shit. Like, so it's weird. Like, what got me out of comics was all the fucked up shit, but what got me back into comics when I got older was all the fucked up shit. So, I just wasn't ready for it back then. I guess. But it turned me off the comics for a long time. I, I read a lot of manga because of that. Which, actually, now I think about it. I'm
0: like, when I was younger, I would just go in the mirror and say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Where is she? No, but now I'm, like,
1: tracing it back. I'm making all these weird connections. The, the, the one manga I actually collected was fucked up, too. It was Battle Royale. That was super violent. It was rape. There was, like, gore. It was like the boys, but in manga form. Blood, sex, gore, and magic. Well, yeah. no magic for you because you don't like magic. So it's weird. Wow. So I got traumatized, but then I ended up seeking out the things that traumatized me later in life. Huh. Weird. So you, you have childhood trauma, apparently. I guess so. I just I just worked it out in the podcast, you guys. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Anyway, thank you for bringing that up, Jamal. <laughs> Let's see what else he has What else do you ask us? Um,. If none of this applies, then what is your specific story of how you wrote comics then and now? But I've also Sorry said be this long-winded. before. The
0: thing that got me into superheroes started from horror movies because I was a big. I loved. I love horror movies. So from Friday the Thirteenth to Halloween to Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser. Wait, no, not Hell. Hell Hellraiser. With the. With the guy. The spiky face. Yeah, with the spiky face. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Hellraiser, uh, Vampire, uh, Interview with
1: the Vampire, The Lost Boys, all those things eventually translated to superheroes that's so interesting because that that means we both have that common connection of like horror elements that kind of got us in the comics and we're talking about the boys this week that has similar elements hmm full circle the circle of life the circle of life and we're 40 minutes in the podcast so clearly this is a the boys and email week so let's move on <laughs> Uh, you guys keep up the amazing work I love what you guys do And stay nerdy my blurry Thank you Jamal P.S. We'll we be reading Jonathan Hickman's uh, Two upcoming X-Men, X-Men series yeah. House of X And Powers of X It's all I've been hearing About the past couple of weeks I recently picked Soon up issue one. as I found one. out Jonathan Hickman Was coming to X-Men I was like Oh I'm reading that Well apparently he says There's a lot to take in so. It's now official that Storm
0: is an Omega-level mutant.
1: I thought she's always been an Omega-level mutant. No, they've always hinted at the fact that
0: she's an Omega-level mutant. But it was never confirmed. Now it's actually confirmed. Wasn't Iceman an Omega-level mutant oh, too? Ice, that, but that was always confirmed. What? Okay, so what what confirmed it for her? Jonathan Hickman confirmed that she's, in, she's, a, she's an Omega-level mutant. What'd she do? Storm the world? No, they didn't sh- actually show it, but there was a list. He made a list of all the X-Men that are actually Omega level mutants. And Storm was on that list. That's
1: stupid. Only because it's like if Iceman was on the list before and Storm wasn't, how does that make sense?
0: I mean, they never they never confirmed that Storm was Omega. Like they never said it on paper. They always said, "Oh, she's a potential Omega," or "She could be an Omega," but they never actually said Storm is an Omega until jonathan hickman
1: racism no, they, but they
0: but they did that with iceman they did that with Jean. they came out, come out and said these are omega level mutants but they never did that with storm until now
1: racist <laughs> yeah.
0: her power controls the weather on earth
1: how is that not, not obvious even, not even just
0: earth she just controls weather so it doesn't matter oh even other planets too yeah she can she can yeah. show uh, celestial storms outer space solar winds that's, that's stupid overpowered. That's weather. Then there you go. <laughs> like sp- weather,
1: we- space has weather too. So you control weather and space. All right. Well, our last email comes from Dylan Echols. Uh He says, the subject is a time stone of a podcast. Well, that's, first and foremost, I like to say, y'all niggas old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my appreciation post for your old school references is real. Oh, my what? appreciation for your old school references is real. What old school references that we... Anything we talk about, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I, guess, I guess we is. literally
0: just talked about VHSs. yeah. What
1: old school references? And cassette tapes. What are you talking about, old school? That's
0: not old. That was we just had those last week.
1: We're talking about ninety shit. Yeah, we're not old school at all. I just finished listening to episode 139, and you guys talked about childhood entertainment like Sleepwalkers and Clone High. What? Well, there you go. There <laughs> well, you go. Sleepwalkers. I don't. I don't know what Clone High is.
2: Clone High is an you talk old. Talking about Clone
1: High, I don't remember. I that. might have mentioned it. It was an MTV show. Yeah, it was funny. It got canceled. Uh, what? No one ever knows what the fuck I'm talking about when I try to explain these things. You guys are geriatric. Wow, Our Jerry geriatric greatness.
0: So <laughs> you basically just
1: called us old. Old as fuck. <laughs> well, you open with that, so oh, are you wow. surprised? We need the pens, apparently. We need diapers. <laughs> Your omniscient, omnipotent oldness is OP. Damn, he's going in on the oldness. Right? Dude, he's still going. You two dust-gathering dinosaurs delve into the depths of the... And he's hitting us with alliteration, too. Delve into the depths of decades gone by. And so, then apparently, then, we've been alive since Jesus. <laughs> oh, I can't even read these words on this newfangled iPhone. <laughs> You two dust gathering dinosaurs delve deep into the depths of decades gone by, and it evokes the fondness of memories because I too am a product of the 80s that grew up in the 90s. Where Nicktoons, Super Chunk. What's that? Super Chunk? Super Chunk? Cartoon Cartoons. I uh, guess we're not that old. (laughs) We don't know what Super Chunk is. I remember Cartoon Cartoons. Remember that? Cartoon Network. The the original Uh, Cartoon Network.
0: Be- yeah, that's when it was actually. When, when it was old school cartoons. Old school cartoons. It was good. That pirate show. They I don't know the reruns. name of it.
1: Yeah, like uh, like a cow and chicken. All those really old school cartoons are on there. Yeah, uh, and TGIF, rotted my brain. Michael posted a link to your fanfic. Oh, you don't have one. Why not? The blur verse wants it. <laughs> Thank you, too, what? for everything. What fanfic? Apparently you have a fanfic, bro. Yeah,
0: I was like, hey, I got a fanfic? Is, what it, fanfic? is it
1: the book you're writing? Is that the fanfic Yeah, what, I don't know.
0: What fanfic are we talking about?
1: Thank you, too, for everything that you produce and keep cranking out content, both your own and as a duo. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on The Boys. I wrote the entire series, and it's great. Keep up the good work, and as always, go beyond Plus Ultra. Well, what a segue into our topic this week, because we do need to talk about the Oh, um, real quick, and Jonathan Hickman
0: also simplified the rules of an Omega-level mutant. What's up? Whereas, if you're an Omega-level mutant, you're only, you can only be Omega in one aspect of your powers. For example, Jean Grey is a telepath and a telekinetic. Okay. But in terms of Omega-level powers, you can only be Omega in one. So she's only an Omega-level telepath, but she's not an Omega-level telekinetic. Wait, really? That will be the
1: other way around. For her?
0: She's not omega telekinetic? No. That's you mean, can only have one. I
1: don't
2: get why, so that's why can you can have that, one.
0: So that's something that's a rule that he changed because before it was like Gene Gray, she's omega level. She's just omega level period. Telekinesis, all of that. But he's like, no, she's an omega level telepath, but in terms of telekinesis, she's not. But
1: she's the phoenix. Well not anymore. Well I mean but even before that, I thought Xavier was the Omega level telepath. Right? I don't think Xavier was ever confirmed.
0: I don't think he's on that list. I don't. He really? He's a powerful telepath, but I don't think they ever made him Omega
1: level. Am I conflating the movies with the comics because of the fucking? I can stop time with my brain and Cerebro can touch everyone in the world simultaneously. Or does that not count because it's, it's a machine boosting its powers?
0: Cerebro did boost his
1: boost his power. Yeah, but th- does it not count for being an Omega level? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know the
0: anybody rules. any telepath. I mean, granted, you have to be. You can't any telepath can't put on Cerebro, but any telepath that puts on Cerebro gets their powers boosted. Yeah. And Magneto's on this list, right? Magneto's on this list. He's an. He's an Omega. But what
1: qualifies you as Omega? Just what what power feat makes you Omega level? This world destroying? Like, can you like potential world destroying? Is that what makes you Omega level? Yeah, Xavier's not on the list. That's what. I thought he was the strongest telepath in the world. He was.
0: Until Jean Grey became...
1: (laughs) So he's... She's Omega Omega. Even even Emma
0: Frost surpassed Xavier to a certain certain extent.
1: What? Clearly, I have not caught up on comics at all. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. My Xavier died in the Ultimatum Wave in the Ultimate Comics, so... Man, you know, snap his neck like a boss.
0: But, uh, uh... What were you saying? What makes you Omega? Omega level is basically world destroying. You have the potential to destroy the world.
1: So uh, Xavier can't mind fuck everybody in the world simultaneously? With Cerebro. Oh, so that's the way. Okay. Right. I guess it
0: makes sense. So yeah, on this list is uh, Jamie Braddock. Wait, Captain Britain? Yeah. He's a mutant? Yeah. Uh, Bobby Iceman uh, Elixir who's a healer he's an omega level healer how does healing
1: destroy the world? <laughs> I don't
0: know am <laughs> gonna heal the world to death <laughs> uh, Jean Grey uh, Legion David Haller uh, Magneto Proteus uh, Mr. M Absalom Mercator Storm Exodus Telekinesis uh Kid Omega telepathy, Franklin Richards, uh Gabriel
1: Summers, who's uh Scott's brother, and Hope Summers. Okay, so I know I know a good portion. Wait, what? what is Hope Summers on this for? Phoenix? Uh power
0: manipulation. She basically she can absorb basically she's Peter Petrelli. Oh, so she's rogue without the drawbacks. Yeah, without having to actually touch you. You have to just end the vicinity. Wow,
1: poor rogue. <laughs> poor rogue. <laughs> it's like that's bullshit. <laughs> okay. All right, don't know how the healing guys on that list, but sure. <laughs> and it's
0: saying, uh, here's the explanation. He says, a mu- omega level mutant, a mutant whose dominant power is deemed deemed to register or reach an undefinable upper limit of of that power specific, specific classification. For example, both Magneto and Forge are the most powerful mutants for their power types on the planet Earth magnetism and technopathy respectively but what makes magneto and not forge an omega level mutant is that the upper limit of forges measurable powers could hypothetically be surpassed and in fact has by multiple humans on the planet like like say iron man while the upper limit of magneto's power cannot be surpassed in any measurable fashion note omega level is a classification of a single mutant power while it is c- quite common that mutants manifest multiple powers. Only one is normally Omega level. For example, I mentioned this already, but Jean Grey is both a telepath and a telekinetic, but she is only an Omega level telepath. And then he gives a list of known Omega level mutants. All right. So, he science. Act- so yeah, he actually defines these mutants. Whereas before anybody else was just like, oh yeah, they're Omega level and they can do whatever they want.
2: Hmm. Okay. That's
1: interesting. Are you going to read that comic that the emailer was talking about? Was it uh, something yeah. of X? House of X, House Power of X. of X. Yeah. You read it? Yeah. All right. Get back to us with a review then because I'm interested. You no, want to check it out? wait until it's done. Then I'm going to read it. <laughs> It'll never be done. Just like the, the countdown shit with Doctor McManhattan. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is why it's so hard to review comics. Anyway, but speaking of comics and speaking of Omega-level threats, let's talk about this week's topic, let's talk about the boys. People love superheroes. They swoop out of the sky and save the day. People love that cozy feeling. Big
2: superheroes, give them. I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't stop.
1: Robin! My deepest condolences to Robin's family. She just stepped in the middle of the street.
0: you know the... I couldn't. She was a
1: half step off the fucking curb. Oh, now, come on, Huey, just uh, don't get upset.
2: Soups <laughs> lose hundreds of people each year. It's a collateral damage. It's fucking diabolical. They're all like that?
0: All of them. Yeah. Pardon my French, fuck those fuckers. I've got the boys together. No. Join us. Yeah. So do
2: what? Spank the bastards. Yes. For Robin. And then. the shoes, I'm on the move. I got so much to prove.
1: The Amazon Prime show that is giving Netflix a run for its money. Like, shit like this does make me think that other subscription based. Uh, Uh, apps have the potential to actually overtake Netflix if if they're able to choose the right properties. Because I would never have guessed that Amazon Prime would have a show of this quality. Um, Let's see, it was... I mean, we don't watch them, but there are a lot of shows on Amazon Prime that
0: people talk about, like The Man on High Castle. Did you watch The Tick? I watched that. That was good. I didn't watch The Tick. Oh, I did. It was pretty good. Or like Transamerica, which was on Amazon
1: Prime. Actually, now I think about it, the ticket's kind of like the comedy version of The Boys. Or the, or um, I think Handmaid's Tale is that Amazon Prime. I have no idea. I don't use Amazon Prime. like that. I have Amazon Prime, but I don't watch it for the videos. Yeah, I don't, I don't use it for the shows. I use it for the two-day shipping. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this is the beginning of a change in that. Maybe. But, yeah, so The Boys was written by, what's his name, Garth Ennis, and illustrated by Derek Robertson. Derek. Derek Robertson. D-A-R-I-C-T. Derek. Derek. Darek. Derek. If there was a no rating system here on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here.
2: We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable.
1: Thank you, Um So, like I said, man... I I'm putting my, my feelings about this on Front Street. I thoroughly enjoy it. I binge it literally in a day. That's how good it was. Like a Pringles can, a bunch of pop, you just can't stop. Um, and a lot of it goes back to things that I've talked about in the podcast before that I really enjoy. Things I that... say about masturbation? Like, wow. <laughs> like Elseworld stories that have to do with um, Superman-like figures. Because this is very much about uh, the Superman figure of this world called the Homelander. I talk about like uh, Injustice or Irredeemable... Those are also Elseworlds Superman-esque stories, and I think the best versions uh, versions of those stories do a good job of not just going, "Oh, this Superman figure is evil," but gets down into the the nuance of why he's evil, what what corrupted this seemingly incorruptible paragon of justice and, and American iconography. Is that the right word? Iconography. Iconography. Thank you. <laughs> right word, wrong pronunciation. <laughs> wrong emphasis on the wrong no, syllables. Syllable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I thoroughly enjoy this. And you're following the uh, your point of view character who we've seen in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Uh, wait, is it a spoiler? Because in the trailer, I didn't realize what the connection was. Can I say it? No, I'm not going to say it. But in a in a horrible... In a horrible tragedy. Well, no, that was in the trailer. But was it? I don't remember the trailer well. Was it a thing where you knew in the trailer with the that he was the main character and what the motivation was? I remember uh, the I mean, scene, but I, I don't ga- remember.
0: I gather that from the trailer because in the trailer he's he's approached by Carl Urban and he's like, "Join me."
1: Okay, so yeah, the main character's girlfriend is literally ran through by the speedster in that universe, the equivalent of the Flash, and turns her into fucking. Catch-up paste. <laughs> like, blood mist in the air. And the way that scene even goes down, it makes you want to be like, yeah, fuck superheroes. Because in, like, the span of one scene, you get a good feel for this main character's girlfriend. And she seems super sweet. And you could tell that he's got nothing really going on in his life. He's a loser with a dead-end job. He lives at home with his dead. But the one light in his life is this girl who, for whatever reason, loves him. And in a moment where you think his life is going to turn around, where she wants to actually move in with him, She's turned into paste. What is this? Michael keeps showing me things. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why is Bugs Bunny having me sit down on the toilet with him? I don't understand. (laughs) Um, Come join me. Okay, you weirdo. Come play
0: with us. Okay, weirdo. (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah, then he's like you say, he's approached by uh, the character Carl Urban, who also has his own reasons for hating superheroes. And that's where our adventure begins and the, the boys are a group of individuals that are trying to expose superheroes in this world for the corruption that they clearly do behind the scenes. Uh, it's, it's interesting, because in a world where we kind of view superheroes as gods, of course they become like the like prima donnas of their world, like rock star celebrities They don't give a fuck about people, that they might put on like the air of, you know... Uh, uh, Peacekeeping and justice, and right is right. And I'm a superhero for all the right reasons, but behind the scenes, there's still people, and people will become assholes when they're jaded. And it's interesting to see not only
0: just that, but then also the corporatization of superheroes. Yes, because a corporation Cause, like because you know, or an organization supera-
1: like Justice League would have to have, yeah, you
0: know, if superheroes were real, some corporation would try to own the rights to that group or whatever it's a brand yeah like disney disney's disney's the superhero corporation i mean
1: we see that even in things like the mcu and you know dc marvel they they have that in their universes but they don't delve into what kind of impact that would have on the superheroes themselves over time it's just kind of like oh it's part of that action figure Peter Parker never like, "Hey, do I get a piece of that?" Or like, "Hey, can I be involved with the marketing management of my brand?" Or "Hey, like, you know what I mean?" Like, they never go into it. Yeah, but that's a very real thing, and what would happen in the real world? Yeah, now I don't think about thing. it. Yeah, you do see
0: kids playing with like Captain America toys or whatever. Yeah, it's like, but does this, this Steve sign off on that?
1: Exactly. Yeah. You never really go into it. Yeah, because there's a layer of complexity that's behind that. If they they were touch. To go into they it.
0: touch on that a little bit in the Spider-Man PS4 video game. Oh, yeah? Where he's, he's swinging through and he comes across something. He's like, oh, I remember some guy wanted to make a Spider-Man plushie of me, but in order for that to happen, I would have had to reveal my secret identity. Otherwise, how would they pay me? Yeah. So I, would, I didn't sign off on the rights, so, he didn't,
1: so they couldn't make it. Yeah. In our, pure, in our pure superhero world, like Marvel and DC, they don't really go into that stuff. But in the boys, they go into it head and heels first. And I, I enjoy it for it. Like the stuff they get into with, um, like uh, a big part of the plot in the season is trying to get the 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 superheroes to fight overseas for the government, rather than just be a police in our own our own country. They actually want to send them overseas to like fight terrorism and stuff like that. But then a big hurdle there is once you give them that level of power and access, like once they become government officials. That's a completely different level of power than just being like a, you know, saving, a, a, stopping a person at you here or stopping a plane from falling out the sky there. It's a very different level of uh, control you're giving up to these super heroic, godlike figures once they can literally fight our wars for us.
0: Yeah. Because then it also becomes just like you think about how it is in government now. Everything's a partisan issue. Because so one thing is for the Republicans, another thing is for the Democrats. They both clash. One faction doesn't agree with this war. They don't agree with that war, but they do agree with this war. Yeah. So it's like if you make superheroes an arm of the government, especially considering they are pretty much gods. Yeah. Who's the who gets to determine who pulls that trigger?
1: And it becomes a slippery slope that I'm glad they kind of showcased throughout the entire season of yes, right now these superheroes are under the control of either the government or the corporation that kinda runs their brand, but at the end of the day they're gods. So what happens when they elevate themselves to a level a position where they can't be challenged by like, you know, just the law? it's slippery slope because then what happens, then you can very easily see a situation like injustice happening where Superman starts off like, oh, I'm doing this for the people. I'm doing this to protect you. And then suddenly you're in a fucking totalitarian monarchy where Superman's the, like the king god. You know what I'm or saying? Or it's the
0: same thing with like cops. Like, who do you call when a cop does the wrong thing? Because yeah. they, they protect, they usually protect each other. So it's like, am I going to call the cops on the cop? The, that cop that I call is not going to care because that's his colleague. Mm. So it's like, where's the oversight?
1: But yeah, let's get into our non-spoiler thoughts because we both binged the entire season so we've our brains are full of spoilers. <laughs> but let's give everyone kind of our our generic spoiler-free thoughts and our ratings and then let's get into spoilers afterwards and then jump right in the news. So, what'd you think of the boys on Amazon Prime? Well, you already said you loved it. <laughs> I loved it. So, let to talk about. Let's get into our thoughts. You already gave your thoughts. <laughs> oh, you want me to just kind of flesh out exactly what I feel? because yeah, you might as well finish. I mean, I love like, like I said, like shows shows um, stories like Irredeemable, stories like Injustice. If you read the comic Injustice, there's a lot of layers to what makes Superman evil in that comic, as opposed to the video game, where it's just like, oh, he's evil now because Lois died. No, there's, there's like after Lois dying. There's a lot of different levels for Superman to still fall to go from being the iconic Superman that we know to a a monarch. And I like that even in this show, we get that. We get the shades of gray from both sides. Because at first, it feels like you're following what could potentially be a villain story. Like, the, the main character... There are moments where he kind of zones out thinking about his, his girlfriend that was killed or he gets these moments of aggression or anger. But because you're following it from his perspective, you really feel like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Like, I would be fucking filled with anger and vengeance too if my girlfriend was killed by these callous superheroes that don't really give a fuck about us. They think us, they think of us as, like, collateral damage. That's what they even call all the people that get hurt by superheroes when they're trying to save the day, collateral damage. And you think nothing, like, you think nothing of it. But no, these are real people with real lives. So I think it was really interesting to follow a character that in the beginning of the season, I was like, okay, are we following a supervillain? But they make it a lot more nuanced than that. Where you feel like, yeah, he's got that anger, but at the same time, he's still a good guy. And they do a good job throughout the season to reinforce that. Where you think he might be slipping too far into the Carl Urban side of the pool. Uh, What's his name? Carl Urban? Yeah, his his character's name. Butcher. Billy Butcher. Even that, I love the fact that His name is a superhero name. Yeah, Peter Parker, Clark Kent, 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 Billy Billy Butcher, Butcher, Bruce Wayne. Oh, no,
0: not Bruce Wayne.
1: It's like a superhero story in reverse. But in this story, you don't know really to what extent the heroes are good and the villains are bad. Or reverse. The villains are good and the heroes are bad. And over the course of the show, you start to realize that. Because even in the first episode, you're presented with the Homelander. He still comes off like a paragon of good. It's not until later in the show, in a very poignant scene toward the end of, I think, this second episode, uh, where he does something, that's like, episode, yeah. Yeah, where does something that's like, whoa, okay, so this is the real Homelander. But even that, I like that you get introduced to that character as if you were part of this world, seeing him as, what everyone else calls him, a Jesus figure. But then you see behind the scenes, it's like, oh no, you ain't shit. And there are even moments where Carl um, Orban's character, Billy Butcher, you think he's on the side of angels to the extent that, you know, he's fighting for the little guy. He clearly has a reason for why he hates superheroes. But there are moments toward the end of the show where I'm going, like, yo, is he actually the villain here? Like, he seems like a good guy. I get why he's doing what he's doing. But how easy is it to do that same justification for a villain like Killmonger to be like, oh, yeah, Killmonger's some bad shit. But I get why he did it. So I, I honestly, even by the end of the season, was questioning who was really. The bad guy and how much were they bad? How good are the good guys? How much they were good? Um, and the characters, I think, were fleshed out in a way that throughout the entire season, you're seeing different sides of these characters that are just so interesting. Like the the Aquaman equivalent to the, in this world where he's introduced as this fucking prick who, you know, at first we're like, oh, he's, he's, he's the Aquaman of this world. Oh no, he's a fucking asshole. He does something that's super heinous. And you think like, oh, he's he's a main villain. He's someone I'm gonna fucking hate this entire season. But by the end of the season, I'm like, I feel kinda bad for this guy. <laughs> like and and to go from what he does in the beginning, especially in the climate we're in right now. It's almost it's almost Game of Thrones
0: esque in the sense Yes. Where, yes. Yeah. He's you, like Jamie Lannister. Yeah, you, you, you hate you start off hating a villain, but then they kinda make a good do a good job and make you sympathize and show you that there's layers yeah either, either through their actions through their
1: maybe through their relations like, like as much as
0: Cersei was a villain and an asshole I loved her
1: character <laughs> like uh, again she's the Grey like the speedster character that kills the main character's girlfriend like at first it's like they they very much played up to be him being like an asshole who doesn't give a fuck about he laughs about the fact that he killed that girl and the, you know of course in private but the fact of the matter is he laughs about it but then you see that he does care about things. He has a brother that cares about him that wants to see him succeed as the, the fastest man alive. He has a girlfriend that cares about him and genuinely loves him. And he seems to genuinely love her. And it's just that dynamic of you think you know a character based off their actions or how they're introduced or or how they're perceived by the other main characters in the cast. But then over time, you like an onion, you peel back those layers and you see more about them. And I think the... the the most powerful thing in this entire show is to see that slippery slope of how small concessions over time can change your character. The Wonder Woman figure in this show literally basically spells it out by the end. And it's like, you know, once upon a time, I was the person that people looked up to. But, you know, over time, I made these small, I, I let go of small things about myself. I, I, I made small concessions about my character. I let this go. I turned the other cheek there. I didn't say something there. I let this go there. Yeah, eventually, small things add up. Yeah, and it changed your character, and she and she resents herself for it, and you could tell that. Again, another good example. She's callous as fuck in the beginning, but then over time, you realize that no, she's callous because she was the good character, the good, the only real good superhero that we're introduced to in this in the season is the main character's love interest, which is Starlight, um, Starlight, who's kind of like the Starfire of the show. Um, and you could tell that. At first, it seems like she resents Starlight, but it's really because she sees herself in her and kind of resents the fact that she became something that is much harder, much darker than what Starlight is. And she kind of wants to preserve that in Starlight. Starlight. is the light of the show. Ah, <laughs> that's good. I didn't put that together. That's that's true. <laughs> um, but all, I, all the characters I love, like from different characters in The Boys, the Frenchie, uh, his relationship with the, the Asian girl that's introduced, Kamiko, is adorable. Um, and and honestly, threw me for a loop multiple times where they play with typical superhero tropes of like, oh, if you just, I'm not going to spoil that actually. But they do a thing where you you always think the relationship is going to go one way based on other things you've seen in genres like this. And every time, it generally surprised me. I think every time they had a moment together, I was like, I did not expect that. Um, the the black guy I forgot his name A-Train not A-Train uh, the black guy and the boys uh, Mother's Milk Mother's Milk how the fuck did I forget that <laughs> name because it plays real hardcore into one of the themes in this show when it comes to Highlander Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll get there but uh, yeah the stuff with Mother's Milk they and his never, family they never they never explain why that's his name no but I thought thematically it makes sense what, what like what was going on in other parts of the show yeah I don't want to know why it was his name. <laughs> that's a weird-ass name. <laughs> I think the character's like, wait, your name's Mother's Milk? He's like, yeah, my mom named me Mother's Milk. He's like, wait, really? No! <laughs> like, fucking idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I just like... I think the, the biggest things to take away from this show are the fact that every character is a shade of gray and that slowly over the course of the show, we're just introduced to different sides of each of the characters. Um, and it's, like, that's why I couldn't stop watching. Because every episode builds on the last to the point where when we get to the finale, even the finale ends in a way where I'm like, what the yeah, I literally texted yeah. you. What the fuck? You didn't text me. I didn't text you. I didn't get no text from you. I, when I said I was coming over. Oh. I what? thought
0: you were saying... No, no, my what the fuck was about that. Oh, I thought it was about the fact that you still wasn't here yet. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I was running late, but it was because I was finishing the episode. But I was... No, that what the fuck was like, what the fuck? <laughs> there were so many moments toward the interim was like, yo, what the fuck? I can't believe this. Um. And I think it's amazing that a show like this, I didn't read the comic, and I'm sure the comic I is I do amazing. plan on going back, now that I'm done
0: with the first season, I want to go back and read the, the, the comic. Up to this Se- point? 74, no. The
1: whole thing. You want to spoil yourself for the rest of the series? 74 issues. You want to spoil yourself for the rest of the series, though? I mean, whatever. <laughs> uh, I guess. I don't like the revelations like as they're happening in real Cause time. Because I also,
0: the, I, I was also told that there's a lot of stuff that they didn't put. Oh, really? I could see that. It seems layered.
1: Because so even I the know, show is layered.
0: I want to know what... And then there's stuff in the comic that they probably won't put in the show. Like they did with 9-11 in the comic. Uh i don't i don't i mean maybe we're far enough from it that they might not put it in there hmm. but i don't know i feel like that might be a little too dark they might not put it in the in the show
1: there's some pretty dark shit in this show so far <laughs>
0: there is but i don't they own the 911. Like 11 when like, you find specific, out what happens to specifically 911. i don't know to billy's wife
1: and that's another thing the the, the revelations throughout the series of oh it's this no, you thought it was. No, that. you thought it was. <laughs> and then it keeps you thought like the, the first revelations of what the fuck, but it keeps building and building. So the, so that first what the fuck is nothing compared to the what the fuck by the end. And it's like yo,
0: fucking uh, great. yeah. I'm
1: curious. I'm like, so what are they gonna do for season
0: two? Where's it going? Yeah, <laughs> because his whole motivation is now like upside down.
1: <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> um, where was I going? Um, but yeah, I just, I just. I was I was going to say that it's it's amazing to me that something like this came out of nowhere and it's on Amazon Prime of all things. But meanwhile, a show like I think The Watchmen probably had more buzz before this came out. But I'm mean, Do I, though? I've seen people talking about The Watchmen that have The Boys. I mean, I guess cuz of the name recognition. Yeah, the name recognition.
0: But like I said, I've never I've never heard of The Boys until
1: this show came out. Me either. And this is fantastic. This is literally this is on the level if not better than one of my favorite Elseworlds Superman stories which was uh, irredeemable. You haven't read that but if anyone's listening right now I recommend it. It's really good. Um, But this is better. Was he redeemed? What do you think? (laughs) 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 The answer might surprise you. Uh, Actually the ending of that fucking story had a really weird ending that tied into Superman himself but I'm not going to get into it. Kind of spoilers. But um... But yeah, I think that's something like... It's its just interesting that this completely was under the radar until it came out. But now, I have a hard time imagining the Watchmen being any better than this. Like, I don't even think I like the Watchmen as much as this. Not not the comic. I love the comic. I'm talking about the, the movie. And it's the story in general. And I don't, I don't think the Watchmen is based on nothing, right? its It's an original thing. Yeah. Yeah, so... We'll see how that goes, but yeah, I would give this perfect vision, man. Hands down, like I loved it. And I can't wait to talk about spoilers, but I'm interested in hearing what you think about it. Uh, so the boys, this show
0: was racist, misogynistic, sex. Oh, let me stop,
1: <laughs> kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah kinda
0: wise, right? <laughs> but
2: it was good, but it was
0: good though. <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the series too, and funny enough. And the reason I said what well, I said what I said uh in the opening like it was racist misogynist, cuz I literally saw somebody uh post on Facebook that oh don't waste your money on the boys it's misogynistic it's sexist it's racist this fuck? show is trash I was I, I I was upset the whole thing don't waste your time and money or whatever and I was like and by that point I had just finished episode 4 and I was like I like it
2: <laughs>
1: So I was like I feel like <laughs> This new PC culture we're in, like if you're offended by something, you think it's bad. But honestly, I, w- I would tell that person to reexamine it. I think it's you're supposed to be offended by it in places. I think that's the point, right? That's what I was thinking. I was
0: like, but that's kind of the point of the show. Yeah. And then it was like, what do you say? Oh, it thinks it's this high trope on deconstructing the superhero genre or whatever, but it's not as intelligent as it thinks it is. Something like, he said something like that. What I was need to do that's more intelligent though? (laughs) He didn't really give details, but I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, am I just not that smart because I... (laughs) (laughs) Call me dumb then because I fucking love it. Because I was like, I like it. And somebody respond, because I put it in the comments, I was like, "Oh, well, I like it." Somebody was like, "Well, you would," and roll their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> put a roll their eyes, Jeff. I was like, "Well, all right, whatever what uh, is All that blood, sex, and blood, gore. sex, gore, and magic." Is there magic yet? It's not really magic, but no, a superhero. no magic it's superheroes. It's close enough. It's magic. It's magic to us. Yeah. you can fly. That's magic. But uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed the show, and the thing the thing that I did like is the fact that they do take these concepts of superheroes and normal people having superpowers and still showing them to be normal people because you think about think just just take the idea of what we consider a regular celebrity yeah and for the most part like lady gaga, janet jackson, beyonce any of them they can't really do shit they have to uphold this standard of like Like even if even if Beyonce got caught in public vomiting, that'd be all on the that'd be all on the news and it's like TMZ. TMZ. (laughs) Beyonce vomited in public and then they try to speculate. Is she pregnant? Does she get drunk? Like what's wrong with her? Is this the downfall of Beyonce? And it's like she just threw up in fucking public. Maybe she got maybe she just ate something wrong. Like what is that? And then you take And then she got a whole PR team working around the clock to fix it. Yeah, to try to fix it. (laughs) And then you, you or you think of uh the incident where uh, Beyonce and Jay Z had an incident on the elevator, and Solange, Solange. Oh yeah,
1: he she beat the
0: shit. She beat the shit out of him. Yeah. So it's like you take something like that, and then say Solange has superpowers, and she lost control. Jay Z's now dead. Yeah. And again, you got the whole PR team or whatever to try to to try to fix that. So it's almost the same thing, or, or any celebrity biopic where it's like. What do you think, what's the common denominator of any celebrity movie that becomes a biopic? They do drugs, they're addicted to sex and alcohol yeah. and all other stuff. There's got to be a fall so there's a rise. But you take a person that has superpowers that's addicted to drugs and alcohol and all that other stuff, and then they make a mistake, what happens to their image? And then trying to protect that image. and, and So I enjoyed yeah. them going into all of that because you think about superheroes being this big commodity now in the real world like the biggest box office draws are draws are superheroes and we have this idea concept of what we think a superhero should be and how they're selfless and always about being noble and the greater good and all that other stuff and it's like that's a very high bar and a high standard to constantly maintain 24 7 yeah and it's a very unrealistic expectation to maintain twenty four seven. But in like Marvel and DC, they do maintain that for the most part. Yeah, like, but they never go into it. Yeah, they never. That, but I'm saying they don't. Yeah. But they don't really go into it. But at the same time, by not going into it, they go into it by saying Superman is always this number one. Yeah. Even Captain America, to a certain extent, we never see him. Like even when Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and in, in, uh, Age of Ultron did that little. Uh, thing with him when she went to his mind we never really got the only thing that happened to him was we saw him dancing with peggy yeah but everybody else they had like a darker vision or whatever and captain america
1: and iron man kind of went to it was like i don't trust anybody without a dark side world's righteous man (laughs) but but yeah i i think one of the best things the series does is they quantify superheroes as products they literally call them products yeah and And it makes sense and they they also kind of show like
0: in real life like we all have a dark side like We all have a line where, and you you might not necessarily know what your line is, but we all have a line that if it's crossed, we would commit murder. Mm. And so I think this show does a good job in showing that at a certain point, these superheroes maybe had idealistic intentions at first, but at a certain point, like a line, a line was crossed, and and sometimes once you cross that line, it's hard to go back over. Yeah, and like once you make a concession for one thing, it's easy to make concessions for other things and other things and other things. And then also, I like the fact that
1: Starlight's character simplifies that.
0: Yeah, and I also kind of like the fact that. It does show that once a corporation comes into something, it does kind of make it does make things worse. Like you think about like Instagram, once it got bought by Facebook, yeah. you think about Instagram became worse. Yep. Once Google bought YouTube, YouTube became worse, or any other product mm. that got taken over by a corporation. You think of Comic Con, once it became more mainstream and and corporatized. Comic-Con became worse and 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 it became less about the superhero comics aspect of it. And you had I remember one season, I don't oh, one season. I'm one like, year,
1: wait, what? In our lives?
0: I, <laughs> I don't remember what show it was. It was like a Grey's Anatomy type show that came to Comic-Con. And I was like, why the fuck is this there? Again, the corporatocracy of 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 Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. And so I liked seeing all of those layers. The only thing I kind of didn't like about the show is because I'm... Because you, you, you were talking about all the moment... Uh, like, Shades of Grey and stuff like that. And I don't feel like the show did enough of that. Where, in the sense that... For the most part... With the exception of, like, Starlight... Pretty much all the superheroes were assholes. There weren't really any Shades of Grey. They were all assholes. No, but they had moments of of endearing, like... You could, you could see no, only the human one characters. only one of them did. Who? Uh... Queen Mav. Me? And I, guess, oh, Queen
2: and I guess... And I guess... Uh, and, uh,
0: and, and I guess h I And I guess A-Train, but, but even, not but even, he... really.
2: Yeah. And a-
1: that's, that's really it. I think he's he put in a position where... Like, I be- When he says he loves his girlfriend, I believed him. I don't think he's lying. No, no, I believed him. Yeah. So I think that those are the moments where you can see the human side of these godlike figures. No, no, no. no. Who are, who I, are think I think you're
0: misconstruing what I'm saying. You've seen the you seen human side to their characters, but you didn't necessarily see... What made them want to become a superhero in the first place? Was it oh, always about oh, the first place. Yeah, was it always about being altruistic or did they want to become part of the 7 because of the fame, because of the money, did or did it always start off where they at first were like they were all like starlight and being idealistic and all. It, it was like cuz for the most part they didn't, they didn't you didn't really Yeah, they didn't really get into that. And that's the only, that's the one thing I didn't like because for the most part mm-hmm. they all pretty much seemed like with the exception of like Starlight and Queen Maeve. They all pretty much seemed like they didn't care about being a superhero for helping people. They only wanted to do it because of the fame the and is, the power and the celebrity that it brought them.
1: The problem is we didn't see enough of them before the seven became big. Like you talk about- There, there was an eight year time, like, uh, time not time skip, but an eight year flashback. But we didn't see any of the characters really except for Highlander and Maeve. But the and even idea even then is, they
0: still seemed like the same
1: assholes. Kinda, but- my implication, like what I took from that scene, was before the Seven became like this corporate entity. These superheroes still existed, right? It wasn't until recently, in the last like ten years or so, did they make. And the I mean, seven. I
0: guess technically speaking. Well, let's get into spoilers, but the superhero, superheroes were always corporate for the most
1: part. But they were still individuals until the corporation brought them together to be the seven.
0: Well, yeah, they're always they're individuals until they join the seven. When yeah. you When you join the seven, you're part of the corporate entity of the seven.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you're right. They didn't go into like a train and exactly what made him want to be like a, a superhero. You don't really know. Or did he
0: ever? Did he ever really care about saving people, or did he just want to do it for the fame and the glory? That's what any. That's what all of them. Yeah. Translucent or deep, the deep. I was about to say deep force. <laughs> That's a porn. <laughs> but so that's the only thing I didn't. I didn't necessarily like. I wanted to see. But that's more. not what I meant. By I Shades, Shades of Grey, though. I just. I just mean like you. You could see the other sides of their characters. But that's what I wanted to see in terms of Shades of Grey. I wanted to see more of that. Like was was is there ever was there ever a moment where they did actually care? Because for the most part, I'm gonna guess yes. They none of them really. They they
1: make it seem like none of them Except really. Maybe Highlander. none of them really don't care that much. I feel like maybe Highlander didn't. And Black Noir, you can't tell because he did not talk at all. Yeah, he doesn't talk at all. Yeah, he, talk at all. He, he, has, <laughs> he has no character. But <laughs> he's even, Batman. Ba- even Batman talks. <laughs> yeah, but I like this. Like it, it, he, Without talking, you could tell a lot about his character just in the terms of like how he acts. Like the, the piano scene where like, the person's playing piano. And sits next to him and just kind of looks at him. And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll move. And then Black Noir gets on the piano and plays like amazing. And it's like a happy song. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell he's like a, a tortured soul. <laughs> they all are. Yeah.
0: And so that's the one criticism that I would have about the show. I wanted to see more of like and I guess really, but there's still time. Just, yeah, there's there's still, still time. And I guess it really just that's really what it is. More backstory from these seven characters. Yeah.
1: I'm sure they're gonna go into it. Hopefully. Like show a flashback at least of like what they were like before they became this jaded. Yeah. Hopefully. Because if Maeve wasn't, that's that's why I assumed that they weren't. Because if Maeve wasn't, why would you assume that the rest were? Except Highlander. And they established why Highlander might not have ever cared about people. But even that, to me, is a shade of gray because you can see where he's coming from. Why is he the way he is? He never really had... He, he kind of reminds me of Kilgrave. Never really had yeah. a chance.
0: See, I don't know if I would say... Well, I guess maybe, yeah. Because I was gonna say, I don't even know if that's a shade of gray. Because is is he really that gray though? Because he because they make it... like Highlander. What well, well, by gray? I mean, out of all of them, he's not. Just, I'm I'm a jerk for no reason. Well, no? Out of all of them, I would say Highlander. Highlander is the one that's like pure psych, a pure psycho. Even, but at yeah, a, but there are reasons. I mean, but and and just because he has people that he cares about, even psychos have people you care about. He don't he don't care about nobody.
1: <laughs> but but I think at least they show a reason. Like, I agree with you. He's probably the most like, uh, psychopathic, but I think at least they... Sh- I, I, what made me like him as a character and what makes him layered is that they give you genuine reasons for why he would be that way. Yeah. And you can see that he regrets it, too. He, he didn't want to be that way. He didn't ask for it, as far as we know.
0: <laughs> I mean, did he, though? Because there's, there's an episode where you see something happens and he kind of enjoys...
1: I'm not saying he doesn't enjoy shit he does now I'm saying
0: no 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 I'm talking about when he was young we're
2: mm, talking about yeah we gotta talk about sports but anyway but yeah overall
0: I enjoyed the series Um, like I said it makes me want to go back and read the comic there's 72 issues and I would give basically (laughs) this the boys is a future version of Brightburn the kid, the kid, the, the kid, grew, the kid grew up and became Highlander, and then remember they they talked about a Wonder Woman character. Yeah, like, this,
1: this is, is all the, them.
0: This is all them. I
1: I'll be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be down for that universe. But yeah, I will give it a perfect vision. All right, cool, same page. All right, for those who don't want to hear spoilers, just jump ahead in the timestamps right. to right. the next section. Because now I'm like don't you waffle on me, bitch. because <laughs> I'm like it's me and you, Michael hit that reference. <laughs> Wait, so it's always me and you, man. It's just me and you. I don't get it. What? It's the boy. It's from the boys. That's what, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, that's what, fuck, what's her name? How the, the woman? Uh, oh, uh, Queen Maeve? Not Queen Maeve. Oh, yeah, Queen Maeve says it, but also the other woman. Starlight? Not Starlight. The old woman. Uh, Voight? Voight? No. Oh, Stillman? Stillman. Stillwell. Still well. That's it, yeah. The the corporate woman. Oh. Like, they, they both say it. Maeve and her. It's you and me, man. <laughs> it's you and me. Don't Cause, don't, don't cause, flake. <laughs> cause, yeah, because part of me is
0: like... Because uh, I, uh, I did have... And the thing that's keeping it from perfect vision by, is my cr- criticism about I wish there were more shades of gray in terms of the superhero aspect. Well,
2: I don't, but I don't you know want, if it was that, it But then I'm gray. like,
0: I don't know if it's that big of a problem that I would keep it from... I think what you're
1: really asking for is you want more backstory.
0: More, yeah, more backstory.
1: Yeah, but I feel like we, we,
0: more character. More, I, I would this. say, I would not even I would say more character, because it feel because like, it in, in many ways it almost seems like like I said they were and not even just the seven, but like really? all of them, like even when they introduced Haley Joe Osmond, he was an oh ass- I love that he was an <laughs> asshole too. So it's like,
1: but what? I don't know. I guess I, can, I so just it's like I can see all why. superheroes.
0: Like, that's and but that's, he wasn't that's an asshole. and that's and that's my whole thing. It's, it's the same problem that I have with like when you get into like the Harry Potter universe, where it's like for the most part, all the Slytherins they just happen to be assholes, and it's like, but, but no, nobody's that's not nobody's like
1: that. Nobody's just an asshole, just in that just to be an asshole. See, I think you're oversimplifying. I don't think they're all just asshole. Like, even Henry Joe Awesome's character, I think they did a good job of ex- kind of explaining through dialogue why he did what he did. Did they though? I saw about I was getting the spoilers. But yeah, for Haley Joel Os- again, skip ahead if you don't want to hear spoilers. But first of all, the fact that they introduced Haley Joel Osment as a, a older child star yeah. as a superhero, <laughs> Mesmer, you got mind reading powers, and they introduced him to read which, the mind Which kind of seems like uh,
0: it was also kind of uh, reminiscent of his uh, power in uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is brilliant casting. Um, I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. I mean, he still does... He still does the voice of Sora. Like, he did the voice of Sora in
1: Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. The last thing I saw him in was... But in terms of... Yeah, in Tusk. terms of, like, acting, acting. <laughs> Tusk by Kevin Smith. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, no one did. <laughs> but, yeah, but in
2: terms
0: of on-screen
1: acting, it's been a while. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, his character...
0: And I was looking, I was like,
1: why does he look so familiar? Who is oh, that? Oh, as soon as I saw his face, I'm like, oh, that fucking face is like unmistakable. <laughs> and I was like, that's Haley Joel Osment. Like, everything else around him got fatter, but his face is the same exact even in,
0: that, even in that scene, the fact that they got Billy Zane to show up in that I was like, how'd they get Billy Zane? <laughs> that scene
1: made me feel like Comic-Con's really sad. Because like the music... And that's another thing, the music in this, in this show is great. like Because it's always contextual about what's happening. I forgot the exact song, but it made it feel like... Comic Con celebrities are just like like animals in a zoo, and we're just there to be like, oh, remember him? Oh yeah, let's get an autograph. Like it felt so. I'm like, man, Comic Con. We really think about it, it's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I mean it is true. And then uh, if you want to take it washed even washed up celebrities, I was gonna say well not even because there are a lot of celebrities, not all of them that come to Comic Con are washed. No, not up. all of them, but the the ones that they're they, they were. Yeah, but I was gonna say, but that's the, that's the other point I was gonna get to. But then also you're talking about sad to make it even sadder. A lot of times, that's their only source of
1: income. I know, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you think about a lot of the Power Rangers. But think about that. He was short on money. He got basically kidnapped by some random dudes who, yeah, they're saying they're good guys. and want to, like, uncover the bullshit behind superheroes. But at the end of the day, they broke his hand. Like, they're they're criminals, basically. And when the Superman of your world is like, hey, what's up? Tell me shit. Are you going to say no? Like, no, you're going to think you're good right But it's thing. not even like Superman... Happened to come. He no. He told him. He went. Yeah. He but went he's to Superman. him. Superman. Like, he's a Superman of that world. Like, but would, also you, kind would, of like, would you would you would rather throw your lot in with some guys you've never known before who basically hold your your daughter hostage to? Well, no. They didn't hold her. They just basically said, if you
0: help us, I I, I can pull some strings for you to see for you to see your daughter. Yeah, which is great.
1: But then you find out that the daughter didn't even want to see him anymore. So yeah, that's that not broke their. Him. That's not their fault. No. But then he has no reason to be like, oh, yeah I'll be loyal to you guys. He had no reason. That's why before he even talks to Highlander, he's at call with his with uh, the person who's looking after his daughter. And is like, yeah, you don't have to have her come around anymore. She didn't even want to. Like, I can tell because I'm psychic. <laughs> so, like, rather than force her to, like, it's, it's fine. I'll never see her again. So I, I, and I feel like it wasn't him just doing that callously, like, I don't give a fuck about her. It was a thing where he knew his daughter didn't want to see him anymore. And he was like, you know what? Rather than have these guys hold us over me... I'm gonna let that go. I'm gonna tell Superman what the fuck the truth is, and super, and maybe Superman can help me get my life back in order and not be a fucking Comic Con. But like, that part of me is like, scrub. Consider, but considering <laughs>
0: he worked for Vot before, and considering his power set, I'm like, so you mean to tell me he knew absolutely
1: nothing? You would think that he'd be, able to be like, yo, uh, let me. Oh, but he didn't let him. Remember, he was he wanted to shake Highlander's hand, but he wouldn't let him shake it. So maybe that's maybe he keeps him in the dark. Yeah, but not even
0: just Superman, the Highlander character, but like
1: he didn't touch anybody from Vaught in the time that he's been working there. That's a good point too. But 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 clearly in the in the context of the show, they're supposed you're supposed to feel like he's not an asshole. He's just the guy who had two tough choices: either he does the what is quote unquote the right thing by going to Superman and telling him that these terrorists are trying to kill them. Kill the Justice League <laughs> or he works with a terrorist that he doesn't really know or have any reason to keep working with because his daughter doesn't even fucking love him. I get it. I got it. Yeah, I guess that's You true. know what I mean? Like, I get it. And then, and here's my question to you because they never even followed up on it. What the fuck did he see when he held uh, Billy Butcher's hand?
0: I think he saw that he wanted to kill him because that's when he was like, no, please, don't, don't, no.
1: Well, no, I thought he was looking at something about his past. I thought it was, like, a revelation that, about Billy Butcher and why he wanted to kill Superman.
0: Well, no, I, I thought... I, I didn't think it was something about his past. I thought he, like, was thinking, like, purposely that he's about... Oh, you're, about to kill him. Yeah, you're about to die, and I'm about to show you how I'm going to kill you. Oh,
1: okay. Because yeah. otherwise, he was like, wait, no, please, please, please. See, I thought there was, like, a... That makes more sense. But I thought there was, like, a big dark secret that we didn't know about Billy at that point. Because that, that was around the point where I was like... Yo, is Billy a bad guy? Like, I know what he's doing. He's technically a bad guy by killing Justice League, but Justice League's bad too. So I was like, I thought he was a good guy. But that's when you start going like, oh, he really only gives a fuck about himself. He doesn't care about the boys. He doesn't care about... uh What's the dude's name? Main character's name. Huey. Huey. He doesn't care about anybody but just vengeance.
0: And then at, by the end... And that's another good thing about this show. The show does a good job in showing that the whole thing about vengeance... Being a dish served cold, and vengeance doesn't leave you anywhere. If you're all about vengeance, yeah, you become the people that you hate more or less. Yeah, and leaves you with nothing. But at that point, because you, cause you think care. about the you think about the contrast where Huey was all about the vengeance too, but then he gave that up, and he kind of had a happier ending than than Butcher, who was just strict strictly about vengeance. He also was getting laid. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 yeah, but my I point also is was like, bro. Bro's of our hose, man. Come on. <laughs> well, my point is his ending ended up being happier when he gave up the vengeance and actually went back to save the other boys. Yes. Like he had a happier ending than Huey than uh, Butcher did. Yes. Who strictly went towards the goal of vengeance.
1: Yes. And let's let's talk about that ending before we get into anything else. I just want to talk about the fucking ending first cuz that shit was crazy. So the whole uh, the whole season what you're led to believe is, and the way Billy just throws it out there in one episode, like you're we wondering, what the fuck did these superheroes do to him? Like, someone would do it with the Highlander, but did Highlander kill his wife? He's like, nah, Highlander raped my wife.
2: It's like, Yo, it was what, like
1: what? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> I came out
0: of nowhere. And then not only did that come out of nowhere, but there was a Huey specifically asked when he was like, are they all like that? Even Highlander, and he was like, no, Highlander is the only one that seems to be on the up and up. Like he kind of lied. Yeah. So I maybe go, why why I wonder why he did that, even knowing the fact that really the re- whole reason he's on this vendetta is because of Highlander. Yeah. So they kinda alluded to the fact that even before you saw that moment in the second episode that out of all of them, Highlander is the one that's the true Superman of this universe. But the rest of them are assholes.
2: Yeah.
1: But the what boggles my mind, like this, this stuff like that reminded me of like identity crisis in DC or like, you know, remember that story with the elongated man, uh, his wife being raped by Dr. Light and they wiped Bratman's memory? Identity crisis? You didn't see, you didn't read that like comic? No. Black Gay Comic Geek? Like the, the one of the most fucked up DC comics that was like a mainstream comic? I've never, this doesn't even sound familiar. What? Holy shit! I don't even know. You, that's your homework. You need to read <laughs> Identity Crisis, DC, along—the it turns out elongated man's wife was raped by Dr. Light. Yes, the Teen Titans villain, Dr. Light. Um, and, uh, basically, like, they, they did a thing where they mind wiped Dr. Light after the fact. And that's why he's like the goofy Teen Titans villain. Because he's like, his brain's fucked up. But, before that, he decided, you know what? I keep fighting these superheroes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take something that they can't fucking, like, they can't undo. I'm going to rape this dude's wife. And the whole story is basically about working backwards and figuring that out. But, so I guess, spoilers? But, <laughs> but it's still a great story because it has to do with, like, Batman finds out and they wipe his memory. And this whole, like, like, ethical issue of, like, are we still heroes if we do this? But if we don't do this, it's going to unravel Justice League. It's going to completely shatter us as a group. It's it's carries a lot of the same dark. It's tones almost like the when Warriors. they wiped
0: Steve Steve Rogers' memories uh, during that whole uh, what the fuck during it uh, not Secret Wars but the incursions. I don't know what that is. with the uh, right before Secret Wars, when the Earths were colliding into each other, and they wanted to use try to use like the Infinity Stones to like destroy all the other Earths. And Steve Rogers is like, no, because if we do that, how are we any different than villains? Like, we're destroying billions of people yeah. just to try to save ourselves. And they're like, no, we need to save ourselves. That's more important. Who cares a fuck about these other Earths? <laughs> and so this is when he was part of the Illuminati, and so they wiped his memory.
2: Oh, uh,
1: okay. That makes sense. did they do something similar with the Planet Hulk storyline, too? With somebody. It might be a Captain America. I don't think they wiped. They, no, they didn't wipe anybody's memory. They just shipped Hulk off. No, I think somebody got the my memory wiped because they said they didn't agree to it. Maybe they just didn't agree to it. I don't remember. Whatever. Point is, in The Boys, they established that Homelander raped his wife. But as the season goes on, you realize that not everybody was telling the truth about what actually happened. At first, you think, oh, yeah, maybe uh, like Homelander took her into the room and they had sex for like three hours or whatever. And it's like, oh, maybe she, after that, she... like. Basically uh, went to go talk to him, and maybe he killed her because he didn't want it to get out that they had sex. Yeah, supposedly there was the last known footage of
0: uh, the butcher had of his wife was her sitting on a park bench, yeah, and then she got up and walked away, and that was the last time she was seen. So there's like great parallel. So to... he's like, either Homelander killed her or she killed herself. Either way, it started with Homelander. Yeah, I like so that's why he has this big that, vendetta
1: between that and Huey and uh, Starlight. Cause they also sit on a bench. Yeah, they met. They met on a bench. Yeah, they they, only, they meet back at the bench a couple times too. But then you find out, no, actually, she got pregnant by him, and that's usually never happens. Apparently, Highlander thought he, that he was uh, sterile. Sterile. But no, she had a baby, and the way yeah. the scientist explains that to Highlander is because that it was a super baby. It, it was burn. Yeah, it clawed yeah. its way out of her, and the way and they showed it blood streaming out of her fucking pussy like <laughs> on, the, on the table. Uh, and then you see like her stomach like aliens was like about to burst. I'm yeah. like, ah, this the, is the terrifying. Heat, the heat vision. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. But
0: then you find out at the very end, nah, actually. And then they say the baby died It only
1: lived for like 10 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what, do you remember what was the thing that clued him off that she was lying? Because then he, he, because he said something about
0: you both, he, he said your stories weren't straight yeah your stories weren't straight it was like for the most part it was pretty similar but there was small minute details did you catch the that minor dif- differences I didn't, I didn't catch the
1: differences me either so highlander's smart as fuck yeah. <laughs> but then you find out that no and oh, and he he asked uh the sitwell woman who has this really weird relationship with where i guess because he never had a mother because he was raised in a laboratory uh-huh he has his weird Oedipus Sex, complex. Yeah. It's, again, sleepwalkers. <laughs> what the fuck, man? We were just talking about that, and yet what happens is in the fucking next episode we talk about this shit. Yeah. He wants to suck on her. He's, he's like, watching her breastfeed yeah, through he the like wall. a wall. He has,
0: like, a nipple fetish. Yeah. Because he, he's
1: never breastfed. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And he comes quick, apparently, with her cuz i guess the the mom overload is so sexy
2: oh mother
1: yeah i guess <laughs> it's fucking well, weird maybe he comes quick with everybody huh was then but he makes it seem like he was with whats her name for like 3 hours he had to be there for a, well, he kind of he came quick and he got hard again he, he came got quick floppy holly in her dick for 3 hours yeah. no way <laughs> <laughs> but he basically like in their last moments together he asked her to not, not lie to him anymore and to promise and then uh What's his name? Billy kidnaps her, thinking that she's gonna be the last, like his weakness, basically his lowest lane, his Superman. He doesn't have Yeah, because they, we, yeah, they
0: kind of. And this for any of the superheroes, they don't really show them have like a weak, like a Kryptonite. No, they're pretty much pretty much all of them are bulletproof.
1: Are like they all bulletproof? I thought only was uh, translucent was invulnerable. Cause like yeah, tra- like trans- well, translucent. translucent is bulletproof. Mave
0: is bulletproof. Highlanders bulletproof. Those Starlights
1: bulletproof. Starlights
0: bulletproof. Yeah, remember he shot her oh, in the chest. Yeah, I thought those several were, times.
1: That's true. I was like rubber bullets, but I guess they never established that. So, so maybe they make they it they seem weren't. like they're all bulletproof. Even Black Noir. No, he's human, right? No, he can't be human. He can't be human. The fuck! I fucked my whole Batman thing up. <laughs> All right, well, point is he kidnaps her thinking that uh, it's going to be a thing where, oh, well, you're the lowest lane of Superman. If I hold you hostage, he can't do shit. But then he comes in the scene and is like, wait, so I told you not to lie to me anymore. You said you were on promise, but your story wasn't right. I know the truth. So he ends up killing that bitch the in the same most way, brutal the kid, way. The
0: same way the kid killed the
1: father in Brightburn. That's why I said this is the same universe. The way. I think it was more brutal in this than it was in Brightburn. The way like, he beams right into her eyes and they show her face melt like a concave. I mean, they
0: did the same thing in uh. A- but the baby was right there. Her baby was right there. <laughs> <laughs> I would say they did the same exact thing in Brightburn when and he did, did the that baby to the die? father. I don't the, think the baby... Well, maybe. The baby was in the room when the yeah, house the blew up. Yeah, the baby was in the room when the house blew up. He's, so maybe it did die. Oh, what the fuck. The dark Because he, he already... He showed previously that he didn't like, the, he didn't like that
1: child. Yeah. He was almost jealous. I I, I thought he was gonna kill it. I thought he was gonna be revealed to be her son or something. I'm like, is there like a weird thing where she raised him or something? Like, what is going on here? No, just had. I thought he was gonna kill the child. Maybe he did. (laughs) Wow, yeah, maybe he did in the explosion. But then the revelation at the end is no, she didn't give birth and like. Billy Butcher's wife didn't give birth and died during childbirth to uh, Highlander's son or daughter or whatever. She's still alive, and so so is the kid. She's just in, like, hiding somewhere in some, like, suburban house, and the kid's, like, what, eight years old now.
0: And then not only that, apparently, based on what I'm getting, she fell in love with Highlander. Is that what you got from that? That's what I got from that, because... But he didn't know about her. No, he didn't know, but they hid her. Yeah, but he didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. They hid her from him. So why do you think she fell in he fell love? In with love. I guess they fell in love and they had a child. Because a the whole thing about because he no so clearly they make they they, they make it show because remember he kind of like oh so you thought I raped her like they make it allude to the fact that no he didn't actually rape her. No, no, I don't think he raped her. I
1: think she willingly had sex with him, which is fucked up. And I'm like oh Billy, no. But then I think at the end the idea was they had sex once, she found out she was pregnant. But instead of going to Highlander, she went to the Sitwell woman, yeah, and they I hit mean, her.
0: So, I th- that, but I think it was a little more that, like, I think the reason I think that she actually, or they both kind of fell in love with each other, because even when he talked about, her, you remember Becca, like he kind of had an emotional reaction to that, and then on top of that, really, when, I, I
1: thought he was fishing for information.
0: Not even, I, I, I think it's both. But then on top of that, once when when she saw Highlander, she smiled. And he smiled back at her. But then when she saw Butcher, she, her smile dropped. And she's like, oh, shit. Oh, I didn't notice the smile. That that could be a tip-off so, right there. Yeah, so it made me go, there was an actual relationship developing
1: here. But then, no. I don't know. You could be right. I, I just thought that maybe she freaked out, ran away, had the kid, and then went into hiding. Because she couldn't explain it to her husband. And if she's still around, Highlander's going to find her eventually. And then she would know, he would know that the kid is his. So I thought that was just for the, the sake of the kid, maybe, to leave. But I don't that revelation itself fucked me so up. I'm like, wait, I don't even know what's worse now. That she died in childbirth from being raped? Or that she had a kid and, and just fell off the face yeah, of the she, planet? She cheated on him. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't... I, and I think it would make it more. I think it would make it more interesting if they actually, because then that would give him a character. Like what? what they say? People, people. We're, our greatest weaknesses are the same as everybody else. People. So now you give him an actual weakness. This woman. And now they have a connection because that's also still the woman that Butcher
1: loves. Oh man, that's a, the most fucked up menage a trois ever. <laughs>
0: and then it, again, that makes me go, where's they, where are they going to go for season two? Because the whole Butcher's whole motivation for hating superheroes is because Highlander raped his wife and then his wife either got murdered by Highlander or she killed herself. I would so still now hate superheroes. With, now with this revelation that now my wife willingly had sex with another superhero, it's like, yeah, you could still hate superheroes, but... It's like my motivation was because I'm trying to avenge my wife. But now it's like, no, you're just as fucked up as the rest of them. So now is he going to hate humans too? Like,
2: hmm.
1: I don't know. And, and now the, the story is pushing the point where now the Highlander has no leash because that Sitwell woman was kind of like the only thing keeping him tethered to humanity. And that's
0: why I said it would make sense thematically or, or for, to give him a weakness for him to be in love with her.
1: I don't think he loves it. Gotta be his leash. I think he might love the kid. Cause it's his kid. Or even that. Lo- yeah. But I don't see her, him loving Sitwell. I mean, not Sitwell. Loving uh Becca. I can see just being the kid. Well, even that would be a, a kind of a leash. That could also be part of season two too. Just him raising, like, you know, trying to be a father figure to this kid, which is fucked up. <laughs> it's like fuck, man. Fuck for Billy. Which I guess makes
0: me wonder. So is he the first? Su- what what do they call a super super abled, like you know, like able bodied or disabled? She's it, is the kid the first super able person that was actually born born.
1: That's true. They not never really established if because the revelation here is, or if you don't know, if you haven't watched the show, which why are you listening to if you haven't, but all the it's it's like the um, the X Men in Ultimate Universe. Where there's no superheroes, they're all man-made. Yeah. The corporation that created the Seven literally creates a a super soldier serum that they inject in the little kids, or babies throughout, actually. Throughout America. Yeah, that over time they develop into superheroes, and they think they're being born heroes, but they're really not, they're being manufactured. Yeah. And that ties into uh, where the season kind of leaves off with the overseas story, where now they did the same thing, they create their own super villains by spreading that 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 chemical or whatever into like uh, terrorist cells and overseas groups to kind of but make instead of Super doing guns, it, but instead of doing it with
0: children, which is more adult. stable, they use the adults. Yeah, which is more unstable, but some people end up surviving. Yeah, and that's their way of again corporatizing. Because t- what's what's America's biggest commodity and the only and the weapons, weapon, the one thing that we only still make in this country,
1: weapons is, is war. Yeah, so. And, of course, if you have a super, if you can make a legion of superheroes that are better than any fighter jet or missile or nuclear yeah, weapon. Yeah, any nuclear weapon, they can just catch it out the air. But then
0: it's like, can they, though? Because he couldn't do anything with the plane.
1: That was a great fucking scene. I'm glad you mentioned it. The scene where uh, they try and do a thing where for a PR stunt, they, they try and send Highlander and, and uh, what's her name? Queen Maeve. Maeve. Queen Maeve room Woman Superman to save a plane from the air but they did it realistically Hijack hijacked it's being hijacked it's like being ter- hired by terrorists yeah and the thing was they do save the, the the passengers from the terrorists at first but then the the pilots are killed and there's no way for them to pilot shit down, the, the plane down safely so instead because of because he accidentally fries the, all the controls yeah instead of doing the super, Superman thing of oh I'll just go out the plane I'll just grab it from the front and I'll guide it down everybody will be safe They take a realistic route where it's kind of like Superman Returns. I mean, there wasn't, like, it made sense to me where you're fighting. It's not not as easy to save a plane that's careening down out of the sky as just, oh, I'll just grab the front of it with my bare hands. I'll just lower it down slowly. There's some kind of actual physics behind, like, flight. Because he even goes, like, what am I going to push off of? The fucking air? Like, I can't can't just, like, you know that question of, like, how Superman fly or fly faster? He just puts his hands in front of himself more. Like, how does he got change his speed and stuff in the air? According to this, you can't really. So it makes sense where like it's like no. If I try and stop the plane, either I'm gonna punch a hole through it or I'm gonna it's gonna careen out of the sky anyway. There's no like there's no scenario where I can just gently lower this this plane falling Mach 20 out of the sky to the ground safely. Like it, it they they put real physics physics behind it. But at
0: the same time, I was like. But you, how are you putting physics behind a guy that can fly?
1: Like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but it makes... To some extent, it makes sense. Because, like, how Cause does he there's fly? Because no,
0: there's no physics behind
1: somebody flying. That's, no, that's not physically, physically possible. Well, let's think through it in, in terms of physics. No, no, I, that's true. But think about, like, Summer Returns is the best example. Because even in that movie, they did a thing where the the science behind that airplane crash... They try to put real science into it, where it's like, you can't just stop a, uh, something moving that fast with a small point of force. But well, he did, though. He did, but you saw how hard it was. That's a Superman story. That's why he did it. <laughs> but in real life, the, the plane would fall apart. Like, he would try and, like, hold a, a wing and snap off. He'd try and push it from the front. It might explode from the pressure. Like, there's there's things that, you know, could go into that. And I, li- I like that one thing he said where he was like, I have no, like, what am I going to push back against? Like the air, like I'm, I have no resistance. And it was like, okay, all right, that kind of makes sense. Maybe he's just manipulating the air around himself, but like that doesn't mean he can like out of the air push something back or up without it snapping from the pressure. Yeah, I guess. I know. I got it. I, I like the scene because it it really showed. That, that, that was the first time you actually saw Maeve regretting the things she's doing with uh, the Highlander. Yeah. And even the moments where like people are begging him for help, and he's just like, "Get the fuck away! Get the fuck back!" And his eyes—they do—they do such a good job of having him have the Superman red eyes. And even at the end, we when, when he busts into that terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the cinematography with the red eyes is fucking chilling. I was like, "Damn, this is bad. If you saw Superman in real life, he'd be fucking terrified. Fuck Batman. Superman's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? What?
0: What can you do against somebody? Because what, what what makes a person a god, in, in human society's eyes, a person that has powers beyond our fathom, uh, 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 what what's the word I'm trying to use? Comprehension? Yeah, beyond our comprehension. And a person that's Superman is basically a god in our eyes because he has he has the strength to lift mountains and like we can't
1: quantify that yeah. with human human intelligence. I mean the fact that he can look at you and you just die instantly, like the 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 way they do the laser beams. And granted, we
0: haven't seen Homelander do that, but the fact that he can move faster than our eyes can process.
1: Yeah, they haven't really shown him use super speed, but he definitely has it. He has to. Yeah, but they just haven't done it because that was even one of the options. Was like you can just fly each person down. He's like what 123 times. Like it's not gonna happen. (laughs) I was like fuck, man. Make it to <laughs> it and they're in the middle of the ocean so it's like yeah where are you putting them i get it that shit was fucking intense or the scene with i was the, like you could still try <laughs> you could try i even thought the moment where like the, the the mom and the daughter she was like just take my daughter and maybe was gonna take the daughter at least like just these two just these two and he's like so what they can tell everyone no <laughs> let them all die yeah. like, fuck dude but in this post-trump world Scenes like when he gives that speech to the religious uh, concert or the, the religious organization or whatever, mm-hmm. that shit, that felt real. It felt like a speech Trump would give where he plays to his base. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. God gave him these powers, and God wants us to be safe, right? So sign that bill in the Congress. It's like,
0: fuck you, dude. <laughs> well, even how he turned around the Because the whole purpose of them going to the airplane was to save them from a terrorist organization to... Pushed the idea of this is why we need to be in the military because yeah. we can say we can help with terrorists. And he changed that around by saying, Well, these people died because we weren't in the
1: military. Yeah. If we had just told three minutes sooner, we could have gotten here and saved them. Right, Mave? Maeve's like, Oh fuck <laughs> You can see her face like oh man. But Maeve, like even Mave, like the scenes with her and her girlfriend or her ex girlfriend, Where you could tell, there's like that relationship. There was like, no, you wanted to do good, but like now, what happened to you? Like you're scared to even tell me what's happening. Like even she's scared of Highlander. Like I don't, I don't know. Highlander. I I said Highlander.
2: (laughs) Here we are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not Highlander. Homelander. But yeah, just stuff like that. Like there were so many good scenes where I got a good sense of. Oh, maybe there was like some altruistic side to you once upon a time, but we're now seeing these heroes like at least eight plus years since they've been doing this stuff. And over time, they've made all these small concessions to get where they were. Same thing with A Train and clearly like him doing whatever, him doping up just to stay as the fastest man alive. Stuff like that. Yeah, because he even said if you're not the fastest man alive, you're not on the seven anymore. One scene that I thought was interesting that didn't really go anywhere this season, toward the end, where after he gets his leg broken, um, and he has that moment in the the shopping, the shopping area, or like the mall or whatever. The guy that was racist.
2: Yeah, that was, that was following like, him around. Yeah, that
1: was basically profiling him until he realized he was a celebrity. Like, where was that going? They didn't really do it. They didn't really delve into it. Yeah. Is that set up for next season? Maybe. It could be a setup for next season. Yeah, because they were recording him. He was like, "Fuck off! Why? Why are you fucking recording me?" But I was like, oh yeah, okay, this this could be interesting. They played like the race into it. Yeah. But all that stuff, like all of the characters, I think were good. Like that. I mean, that happened with.
0: Uh, remember the movie Selena with Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Where they were profiling her. Yeah. At the store, you were like, when she was like, uh, uh, "How much is this dress?" He was like, "Yeah, I don't think you can afford this dress." It's like, bitch, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you not know who? And then that's when I, oh my god, it's Selena. And she's like, ma'am, yeah, we're not going to take the dress.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's his, is the name Simon Pegg? Simon Pegg, yeah. Yeah, his father. Yeah. I, I like that he's in it. He's great. Um, the scene where A-Train goes to the house. Simon Pegg, they used his image in,
0: their, in the comic as a younger. Well, because he was younger. But as... As Huey? As Huey. He was... Ah, uh, that's brilliant. So that's why they got him to
1: play the father. Like, the, he's only had a few scenes in the whole season, but every time I, he's in it, he's great. I like think Simon Pegg is a great actor.
0: But the scenes with, with A-Train... American accent.
1: Yeah, it was a good, it was a good American accent, too, like, I think. Yeah. But the scenes with, when A-Train goes to the house to uh, hold his dad hostage... Huey's dad hostage. Why didn't they kill him? They break the, his leg. The father? Oh. No, A-Train. Like, the the Asian girl sneaks up on him, breaks his leg, and they just leave him? I was like, why not... I'm not killing him. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know. Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe he got tired of murder because there, there was a moment where he says, I've never seen anybody die ever in my life. And this one week alone, I've seen like dozens of murders. Like I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> Yo, know, when he killed a translucent,
1: that shit was hilarious. <laughs> he got ass guts on his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking guts everywhere. I knew right away when it was like, oh, his skin is invulnerable. I'm and like, funny enough, they show, they show
0: the, the little poster of the little kid with all the spaghetti on his face. Oh,
1: yeah. Keep your hands clean. That was the big turning point moment.
2: Yeah.
1: And the fact that they showed his dick. Like when he's in the bathroom, just watching the uh, Maeve and, and Starlight have a conversation because he's a yeah. pervert he's an invisible guy of course if you had visible powers wouldn't you be but he's like full dick frontal I was like what the fuck <laughs> I mean he has to be naked
2: yeah I guess didn't see that coming though
1: but that's another thing the, the sex and debauchery in this show like when uh, Popclaw fucks that her, her landlord she didn't fuck him she just rode his face Whatever. <laughs> and then, like, that shit was... Ter- At first I was like, ooh, this is... Yeah, this is hot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, she popped his head like a grape with her pussy. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Like,
0: that shit is terrifying. And then you like... You, like the noise, the squoom. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my.
1: <laughs> I would never want to have sex with a sister, the fucking superhero. I,
0: I love this. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they kind of go into that. Like... The the dude in the... Um, the, 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 the
1: writer... The damage control people,
0: yeah, or like collateral damage people. Who lo- who who lost his dick? Fucking basically, ice Ice Woman, <laughs> fucking he, uh, fucked, he fucked, Frost <laughs> He fucked Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> she turned into Ice Man. When, yeah, when she came, yeah, she turned. She, her whole body turned to ice, and wh- he, while he was still inside of her. So what the fuck? Like when you in this so his world, his snapped off. <laughs> when superheroes orgasm, their powers
1: activate slightly. I right? mean,
0: when uh, Starlight came, her eyes glue. Yeah. So luckily, off. she didn't have. She, she didn't have like fucking ice
1: powers in her pussy. Oh
2: otherwise
1: <laughs> <laughs> you burn my dick with light. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, stuff like that. If, if a person was offended by that, like the guy you're talking about on Facebook, like you're supposed to be offended by that shit. It's supposed to show you the darker side of these powers. Like and to show you that they superheroes even though like they're quote unquote superheroes or like they do the other, very unheroic things like the other girl that ended up paralyzed when she got her
0: uh, life saved because I guess he I, damaged her I don't remember who it was but they damaged her spine
1: yeah I was like I wish he could get more gentle with my spine <laughs> and that was a good speech too that's when uh, Billy gets or Billy Butcher gets so offended by everybody being like so passive about it like you should be angry why is everybody pissed off about this <laughs> yeah I, I love this fucking show
0: the only time they alluded to something like that, because now that I think about it, is uh, Spider Man, where he snapped Gwen Stacy's neck. What do you mean?
1: Like, the collateral did, like, you didn't save her the right way. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I very, and I think about how, how poignant that is in comic books. That's because it happens so rarely. Actually, the other time I think about is also Spider Man, when. Uh, in that Elsa World Spider-Man book where he killed Mary Jane with his cum. Yeah. Because it was radioactive. Radioactive. Like, what the fuck? she she ended up with cancer. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but shit like that. It's like a very boys type of thing to do.
0: Which, speaking of which, I'm like, I'm surprised. I'm curious to how, because they allude to the fact that it's a super baby, so that's why the baby ripped, clawed its way out of her. But then you get to the reality, and it's like, no, the baby, she had a normal childbirth, but then you still find out the baby's super... How did she give... Because you, th- you think about the Superman comics, they say Lois cannot give birth to a child of Superman's because the baby would be... Su- like oh. She wouldn't be able to do that. So the only way that she was able to have Jonathan Kent is they were on a planet that ended up taking his power. Like She had a normal pregnancy because of that. He was, he was a normal baby. Mm. And so
1: that's how she was able to give birth to Jonathan. So how did this woman give so birth to... So how did to... this woman
0: give birth to...
1: Maybe his powers didn't really activate. I mean, what we saw was a lie. Like, the entire scene of her bleeding out and shit. Yeah, I
0: know it was a lie, but I'm saying it was a lie that makes sense based in, the, based in this world.
1: Yeah, it's true, because even that baby that they find in that nursery had laser beam eyes. Yeah, it had laser
0: beam eyes. And it was Kara, because it had the blue 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 lasers instead of red. <laughs> yeah, true.
1: And that was like a, an infant infant, like just born. So, yeah, I guess they would have powers even on during birth. Maybe we'll find out he does have weakness, and they use it to, to do the kid or something. He's got to have some weakness. They got to be able to kill him. And if he's like invulnerable to the point where Sitwell was talking about, no weapons have ever harmed him before, they got to find some some way to kill him. Because at that moment where uh, Homelander kills Sitwell with the laser beam eyes with the face, I'm sitting there looking at Billy like, okay, now what? <laughs> like you can't hurt this yeah, guy. Exactly. <laughs> I mean he kind
0: of said the same thing. He was like, oh well, fuck it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like even the explosion was gonna hurt him. So I was like, what the. Fu- I mean, how do you it, fight? It, it didn't because he escaped. Yeah,
0: but so it's like and it was how fast, you... and it was fast enough to grab him. So I guess he does have super speed.
1: Yeah. So we. So I'm just saying like, how are they gonna fight this guy? It's gotta be some way. Because you can only be like the plucky team of non superpowered powered like. Uh, I mean, they, they, got, well, they got, got one so long. They got one superpowered person. But she's not even that superpowered talking the Asian girl. Yeah. She's like. She couldn't even beat Black Noir <laughs> and he's Batman. No, she couldn't. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, man. Thank God she's Wolverine. I'm yeah, like, oh, you're she, X23, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> when she when when I have my moment that she died, I was like, oh, she's
1: she's got a heal, right? See, that was that was what I was talking about in my non-spoiler review of the moments where I was like, there were so many moments with her and Frenchie that I thought was gonna go one way and didn't. So every time every, almost every time after the first time where he tried to be like, you know coax her to come over to their side like I'm not gonna hurt you just I and he gave those really heart-wrenching stories about his his childhood and what happened to him and how he was looking for a home too and he relate to her and every time he would reach out to her she'd be like nah fuck that either try to kill him or just run away I'm like yo they keep thwarting my expectation I I thought you know you do what they do in superhero shows Uh, ultimately she'd come around be like okay yeah and she does come around but not in the way I thought and it was in that moment where she dies fighting Black Noir. I was like, fuck, and they killed her without even fucking having her join them? Yeah, I did not think she's going to die. I, I was oh, like, no. she's going to come back. I There's thought for no sure way. that was the end. Because even that, song, they, they, again, they played an appropriate song. I Again, I forgot the song was. Um, fuck, I forgot the song, too. But the song was like, uh, ain't no sunshine. Oh, that's it. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. I was like, fuck, she died? <laughs> But then she heals, and I'm like, oh, thank God she's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I, th- I think the thing, because I was like, there was a moment when they were fighting where A-Train and them were fighting on the train or in the subway, and he was like bashing her head in, in the wall. Like, really? Yeah. I was like, the fact that she didn't die then, I'm like, she's got to have some type. And True. she just got right, and right off and ran off. off. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, she has some type of healing factor, because there's no way. It's just unaffected. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was a great scene, too, because I like how Frenchie used the, the public to kind of make him stop killing her. Uh-huh. Because he's like, Oh, look! Uh, it's A-Train, guys! Look at what they say! It's A-Train! It's A-Train. And they're like, Oh, fuck. I can't kill her because cameras are on me. Hey, you want an autograph? I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is fucking brilliant. But yeah, I love this fucking show. Um, Anything else we talk about before we move on? Um, Watchmen ain't gonna be better than this. I guarantee. Probably not. I can't, I can't be. I love the show too much. Like it was, I couldn't believe how much I was into it so quickly. Well,
0: like, now that I'm thinking about it, because I'm like, all the ass, even the preacher was an asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but aren't all, not preachers, but those um televangelists, aren't all televangelists really assholes? If you really think about it. I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's funny, though. He's got, it's a televangelist with churchy powers, and the first thing you see him is he's in a club fucking like three different people at the same time fucking two guys we well, no. getting a blowjob well, no. he's from a getting girl. a
0: blowjob from one guy he's getting a blowjob from one guy that was a girl that was a girl I think. It was I a thought girl. that was a guy I think he's getting a blowjob from a girl while making out with two guys I thought they were all guys oh maybe it was all guys I don't know, I don't maybe, know. maybe maybe but he's getting a blowjob from somebody and then making out with two
1: I thought it was all guys but yeah <laughs> when he gets caught by Billy or not Billy by uh, Huey and he's like uh, uh, hold on let me get my phone out oh shit uh, you fucked you me. fucked me <laughs> Is that like, it's like, what?
0: The way, yeah. yeah, the way you stretch your dick and made a, what do you say, made a symphony of my butthole, or something, I don't know. something this, like that.
1: <laughs> it was fucking, bro. I was dying. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> the show's like, and the writing's on point for the show too. It's fucking hilarious. Needs more gay. It's got a lot of gay. No, it needs more. <laughs> it's got a lot of gay. It he needs more. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> Characters en- Not enough. <laughs> okay.
1: But yeah, that's it for uh, the boys. Let's get the news. Wait, what? Didn't you watch Dr. Stone? I mean, we could talk about Dr. Stone, but it's already like 1.15. Yeah, Yeah, I That's want to get serious. you out of here. <laughs> we'll, we'll save anime for another day. But yeah, let's get into News of the Week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's no, not no, Tony Stark. They just mean, don't want, want their
0: one characters, one quote, one unquote, quote unquote.
1: Yeah.
0: unquote well, I, I could call, call you a, a nigga, but You better not, if he says that <laughs> shit to you on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand-me-down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white.
2: What's going down,
1: Michael News? See,
0: so yeah, let's talk trailers. Let's talk. uh It's a beautiful day. No, we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, so, Zombie Land released the trailer.
1: Welcome to Zombie Land. Life is about more than just survival. We were a family. Dysfunctional, sure, but what family isn't? Merry Christmas. What would you like, little girl? I'd really like for you to stop calling me little girl. But do you know what I would like? I don't give a shit what you mean. It felt so good to be on the move again. Oh! oh! my
0: god, I'm so sorry. Hi, I'm Columbus. Madison. This is Tallahassee.
2: Hey, Paul Blart. Is this your dad? Oh! Whoopsie! I forgot the seatbelt rule. Oh, so she knows the rules?
1: I told her just a few of them.
2: 73, and are there more? You're cute. I like it. My sister is
1: gone. She picked up a boy. He's from Berkeley. Berkeley. You don't have weed, do you? <laughs> do I look like the type of person that would have weed? I'm sorry. Boom. Yeah. I have nothing against hippies. I just want to beat the shit out of them. We're
0: going to go get her. We ride it, Dawn.
2: Start talking. You first. Well, my name's Tallahassee.
0: Comes out
1: October 18th. Zombieland. Double tap. Jordan, go. Um... This is a very late sequel. I hope it does not disappoint. It it seems even campier than the first one. And I we haven't had good luck with these sequels that are like five years plus too late. Like trying to recapture that magic of the original and falling short. I don't want to see that for Zombieland, so I'm am I scared. What are, you,
0: what, are you, what are you thinking of? Sin City. Oh, I didn't see that.
1: I'm sure there are others.
0: I, didn't see I can't the think off the top of my head, but... Because I'm also, granted, it's a reboot. But I'm like,
1: well, Halloween was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more like a reboot kind of thing. But this seems like I don't. It's so much. It's been so long to have a sequel to this. It's been so
0: long. I'm like, I don't even really remember how it ended. (laughs) Uh, Twinkies and a Ferris wheel. It was like ten years. Yeah. And the show's supposed to take place ten years later, so it's not like. Oh, it's like right, like Incredibles. Like no, it has right after. No, it's it's a time skip. Like Zombieland
1: was before a lot of those characters or actors became like big celebrities. Like Emma Stone. Yeah, she was not as big as she is now. Back when the first Zombieland came out, and it's before a lot of these shows came out. Jesse Eisenberg. It's before a lot
0: of these. It's before a lot of. We had a lot of these television shows and movies to come out. So it's almost like oh, like Walking Dead and shit zombie land seemed original where it's like but in today's landscape would it be as poignant or groundbreaking more or less not groundbreaking it's not like it broke ground but it was it was more it was more original when it came out than say because of all the stuff that we had zombies and whatever
1: And it was also like a, an unknown factor like we didn't see that. It was like out of nowhere. It wasn't yeah. an established property or anything. It was just like, oh, Zombie Land. It might be all right. Oh, actually it was really good. Wow. Okay, cool. Pleasant surprise. Yeah. Lower expectations. Now you have high expectations and it's years later. So I don't know. Hopefully we don't get some uh some carnage bullshit in this. <laughs> well we'll see. October eighteenth. Uh
0: speaking of something else that's coming out in October, which is uh october 11th that's libra territory but this guy is not a libra he's a gemini the gemini man gemini man when i saw him it was like i was seeing a ghost
2: like every trigger i've ever pulled
0: How'd he start you? Hunting, birds, rabbit. I'm guessing 19, 20 years old. The first time he ordered you to shoot a person. 25 years ago, he took my blood. He made you from me.
1: He's been lying to you the whole time. He told you you were an orphan. And of all the people in the world to come after me, why would he send you?
0: Because I'm the best. You are obviously not the best.
1: You're just trying to rattle me.
0: I'm trying to save you. You made a choice to do this to me. The whole point of this thing was to give you all of Henry's gifts without his pain. I don't want
2: to shoot you. Mind if I shoot you,
0: so yeah, new trailer dropping, it's just more it's like, it's like just more scenes added on to what they already showed us, but yeah,
1: establishing the story that clearly this young Will Smith is being made by the government because he's the best of the best, and for whatever reason, old Will Smith has been pushed out for from me, the government, I, or man, it's not the same the thing government? not the
0: same thing, but i still I'm still just like this is looper,
2: I
1: mean kinda, yeah.
0: The only difference is time travel. Looper is time travel as opposed to this is cloning.
1: Yeah.
0: I can see that. I'm like, it's the same thing. An older version going after the, or younger version going after the older version.
1: I'm at least interested because, you know, it's Will Smith and I love Will Smith. And the premise seems
0: interesting. Yeah, hope, I'm hoping it's good. Will Smith, granted, he has Aladdin, which h- hit a billion dollars, but that wasn't like solely based on Will Smith, no. you know, selling on Will Smith. So no. This is this is selling on Will Smith so hard,
1: it's two Will Smiths. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, I hope it does. I hope it does well. Yeah, and it actually looks cool. They shit the motorcycle in the trailer. That will was Smith dope. could use another win. Because at once upon a time, any movie that came out with Will Smith was automatically blockbuster gold. Yeah. Those days are pretty much gone. Like, where an actor. I mean, with maybe with the exception of The Rock. Like, granted, The Rock will do movies that don't do as well, but they do way better because he's in it than they would have done if he wasn't in it.
1: Yeah, there's not many... Like, the age of, like, big-name actors is kind of ending. Now it's about big-name franchises. Yeah, now
0: it's about the franchise or even the director.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: But, yeah, interesting. I think it's almost
0: kind of going that way in comics, too. Like, now they're looking at who's writing. Oh, it's a Spider-Man. It's more than just, oh, it being a Spider-Man book. It's like, well, who's writing and who's the artist? Yeah. Oh, it's a Bendis book. Shit
1: like that. Yeah.
0: But now it's like Bendis is like... Yeah. Oh, it's a Bendis book, huh? <laughs>
2: Uh, seven deadly sins. Oh yeah!
1: this
2: There's time. have
0: Came out with a trailer. We don't know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, it's not English. <laughs> I'm glad it's coming back.
1: <laughs> I mean, I am too. I, I was telling you before the podcast, I've spoiled myself on a lot of Escanor moments in the, in the manga. Because sh- YouTube recommended it keeps showing me scenes. I can't not that watch you them. you got to click it. I got them, man. The thumbnails would be too fire. <laughs> but yeah, there's some dope-ass shit coming in the uh, the anime with Escanor. Oh, it's so fucking dope. I've also been contemplating watching or reading One Punch Man for the same reason, because honestly, I've I've watched the I've watched I've read the manga up until the end of season two.
0: All it is is you keep telling me. When I said I wanted to go read My Hero Academia, you're like, no, don't do
1: it. No, don't read My Academia. But now you're talking about, no, oh, I'm going to
0: read Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, I'm going to read
1: One Punch Man. No, My Academia is sacred. <laughs> I, I can't spoil that for myself. But if something like One Punch Man, the reason why I would watch, or again, watch, the reason why I would read that is because the I mean the animation of the anime well, is worse. We don't actually know verse. if they're going to go back for the new season, if they're going to go back to the original. They might, but I swear to you, and I can't say this, I can't stress this enough. The way the manga is drawn is almost like animation. Like, I'm not saying that lightly. Like, it's, you, you're, you're losing out on, the, on the, the music and the sound effects, and yeah, of course, it's the animation. But in terms of how it's drawn, your mind can piece together the, the scene almost the exact same way the show can lay it out for you. It's like, they, it's like almost like the art is like keyframes. I don't know if that, you know what keyframes means? Keyframes? Like in a, in a storyboarding, the main scenes the, the main scenes of a sequence. So like uh, if I'm going to punch you, like the, the keyframes of me punching you in the face would be hand, or my hand gets drawn back and then the next shot is me punching you. You basically have, the only thing you're missing there is the movement of my hand hitting you. But those are like the key frames of that scene. That's mm-hmm. the way they draw the One Punch Man manga. And it's like, it literally, if, if it was a flip book, it's almost like flipping through an animation. It's that fucking detailed. It's crazy. So that's like the one manga that's action-based. I that would be like, I would read that instead of the, or watch, rather than watch the anime. It's that good.
0: So, My Hair Academia. No!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need those sweet, sweet story revelations in, this, in the anime. Well, or a Punch Man, whatever. You know he wins. Spoils. <laughs> Spoilers.
0: Well, speaking of story revelations, they released a teaser for uh, Runaways that's coming out on December 13th. Oh,
2: no. Save Greg. Put me down! Let go! better go Chase?
0: and you saw a revelation that the the uh th- the the pride is going after gert to put her in
1: a little pod thing dun, dun, dun. is that real or dream sequence i don't know i mean it looks kind of like runaways endgame so i'm gonna assu- or runaways infinity war rather so i'm gonna assume it's a dream sequence because it looks pretty fucking final looks like everybody's dead except for, what's her face? Well, they weren't dead. They look pretty beat the fuck they up. beat the fuck up, but yeah. they weren't dead. And well, it
0: might, be, even be, it might not even oh, be the pride. Right. It might be uh, the aliens. The aliens, yeah. I forgot about the aliens.
1: <laughs> Maybe. But. Did she die in the comic? Gert? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! I don't know! You just asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want a, an answer. I was asking rhetorically. Holy shit. Okay, now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> not that way, but. Oh shit. Okay. So who knows? <laughs> I was curious before, but now you have my attention. Well, oh, then I gotta kill. Then I kill Gert. Oh shit, they killed Gert in the comic?
0: Oh fuck. Like, yeah, they just, she does die. Okay, alright. And uh, Chase gets control of. Uh, uh, uh little old lace. Oh my God! She, she transfers her telekinesis or whatever to him or whatever. Oh my God! I'm scared. Okay,
1: all right. Some look forward to now, but then again, who knows?
0: Because uh, Alex is a villain in that too, and it seems like they're not going to go that route. Good. Only black guy. i yeah, black. Let <laughs> him be a hero. Jesus. But yeah. So uh, also with that box office, Lion King still number one. At the box office, bringing his domestic total to three hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is number two, which I wanted to see last night, but I didn't. I, I was I slept like all day pretty much after, after I binged. I was about to say Homelander. After I binged The Boys, The Boys. I slept the rest of the day, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Didn't
1: didn't.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, woke up,
1: I woke up at twelve thirty, and I was like, "Fuck." Well. <laughs> next week is um, Hobbs and Shaw Hobbs and Shaw yeah I don't see Hot Fuzz I'm like that's not it <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw uh Spider-Man is number three
0: Toy Story is number four Crawl is number five so still in the top five wow
1: Crawl's hanging in there
0: Aladdin's hanging in there too cause it's still in the top s- s- number seven yeah <laughs> and that's all I imagine and, no, Annabelle's number nine so Annabelle's still in the top ten too which I find very weird yeah her wasn't even good what the fuck but no, it wasn't. Well <laughs> No, let me not say it wasn't good. Annabelle Comes Home was better than part two.
1: Which was Well crazy. no, it was better
0: than which one was no. It was Annabelle. better it was better than part one.
1: Okay. Annabelle Creation was two, right?
0: Annabelle Creation was two. I think it was I think it was you know, it was better than out of out of all the Annabelle movies, Annabelle Comes Home was my favorite one.
1: That's so this the, new one.
0: The new one, yeah. Really? It was my favorite one out of all the Annabelle movies. But at the same time, like, I, I would still rec- I would still recommend it, but it's not on the level of, like, The Conjuring. Okay, that's fair. But it was, like, it, it, de- it definitely felt like we're only doing this movie to sell these other franchises because you see all these other... Like all these other, like they went, they went to the room of the, uh, the, 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 whatever the fuck their names is, the, the, the paranormal uh, investigators. Yeah. They went to that real room where all the, the cursed artifacts are, mm. and so some of the, a lot of them came to life, like the ferryman, and then this like samurai outfit, and used cursed piano and all this other stuff. So it's like, oh, so you're basically just alluding that you're making these other franchises. Hmm. But at the same time, it was still it was it was pretty good. Pulling a bright burn, gotcha. <laughs> also, because this is like the one spinoff where you did the Warrens, where you did see the Warrens, so they they did have a, a somewhat of a presence in this movie because it followed their daughter. Oh, okay. So that's what made it interesting to me.
1: Okay. I'll check it out when it's on the internet. <laughs> but speaking of interesting,
0: Lion King has only been out for two weeks and it's already about to cross the one billion dollar mark.
1: So this is how democracy. Ends. So the cash, yeah, <laughs> with thunder applause. applause. <laughs> so that
0: cash grab is, it's, it's work Like people complaining, oh, it's just the cash grab, but you're still going to see it. That's the problem. This is this is going to tell Disney what they yeah, need to it's be doing. Yeah, telling Disney, give me more of this this type of stuff. Yeah, even to the point that people are saying, could there be a Lion King too? Lion
1: King Two, they're I hope, gonna. I hope oh, not. On, don't fuck off the sequel too. I, I I'll say it again. I said it on my fucking Instagram page. I think Lion King Two was a better movie than the Lion King reboot. There, I said it. So what? <laughs> Fight me. I don't even remember Lion King Two that much. It had bangers, dude. I mean, You probably remember it was for the songs. He lives in you, and you Pindi. We are one, you and I. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> we, you don't know we are one? No. Huh? We are one, you and I. We are like the earth and sky. One family under the sun. Send a song to... That's, just, that's exactly how it goes, too. <laughs> yeah. Send a song to his daughter. Um, what was the one with the... Uh, he is not one of us. He will never be one of us. It's like the shame song. It's like, it's like Game of Thrones shame, but for S- Scar's son.
0: So, uh, for the Patreon episode, it's just going to be Jordan singing. <laughs> you don't remember these songs? No. Oh, oh no. Well, wow. He was in you, but that's also because the Broadway show. Yeah,
1: it's the Broadway show, too. I think uh, Lion King, too, had a lot of good songs. Telemarketer is calling me. <laughs> okay <laughs> it literally
0: said telemarketer but anyway, so yeah, Avengers, I mean, uh Lion King, one billion dollars you know what else made made a billion dollars, Jordan what every single Marvel movie that came out this year has crossed the one billion dollar mark, okay so that's uh Captain Marvel avengers endgame and uh wait yeah captain marvel and avengers endgame and also with that it's technically not it's not technically not marvel it's it's sony but also spider-man far from home is now the first spider-man movie to cross the billion dollar mark so sweet Yay for Sony. And Never guess, go back to Sony. Yeah, I guess that means we're not, it's not going back. Remember, I said there was this rumor if they does, if it doesn't make a billion dollars,
1: Sony's gonna take it back. Is that gonna apply to every single Spider-Man movie from now until the end of time? Probably. Yeah. What the fuck? The second you don't cross a billion Marvel, it's over for this lucrative relationship that we have.
0: But with that, like I said, every Marvel movie has made a billion dollars. Aladdin's passed a billion dollars. Lion King's about to pass a billion dollars. So Disney's is rich. What as the, yeah, I was gonna say, what does that have in common? They're all Disney. And so with that, Disney has also surpassed its own box office record that they made last <laughs> that they made last year. So they, they set- only we can be yeah. our own records. They they set the, rec- the, the record. They set the record last year of the studio with the most money with uh seven point six one billion dollars. But this year they surpassed that record with seven point six seven billion dollars. And with that, that didn't even include Lion King and and Aladdin all, all these new movies that have made a billion dollars so now they're made more than likely that record is going even higher because like I said Lion King is about to pass a billion dollars it's madness Aladdin just passed a billion dollars I'm pretty sure Fro- Frozen's gonna come out this year. So how many that's years? Gonna, that's gonna hit a billion. More than likely, Frozen's oh, yeah. gonna hit a billion dollars for sure. Star Wars comes out this year. Oh fuck! That's gonna hit a billion dollars. So
1: when do they buy us, Michael? When do they <laughs> buy and sell the whole world? <laughs> they're
0: they're they're the Vault
1: Corporation. Yeah, they, they're, exactly. <laughs> they're the, we gotta become the boys. <laughs> we gotta stop them, Michael. <laughs>
0: they're making the seven over there. And then more than likely next year with with well, I don't know about. Because these are newer properties, like the Black <laughs> Widow the Black Widow movie or the Eternals. Yeah. Or um, what else comes out next year? Black Widow, Eternals, and I think Doctor Strange. No. Something else comes out next year. I think it's three movies next year. But I don't think any of those are going to hit a billion dollars. By the way, a lot of those Disney Plus movies are coming out or shows are coming out next year. I'm pretty sure that's going to, like, catapult the Disney Plus app. Oh, my God. So... I have a feeling that that record is going to be surpassed next year where they're going to make even more money. But then I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, they're making all these, they're making all this money breaking their records, but yet they still can't pay their employees a (laughs) living wage at like Disney World or the Disney, Disney, Disneyland. Because they're ants, Michael, and that's how we
1: make more money. Don't give money to (laughs) ants. Corporations. Mickey Mouse raped my wife. (laughs) Jesus.
0: And uh, Toy Story 4 is on its way to possibly make a billion. Right now, it's at $917 Mm. So even then, that's not included in this figure. So more than likely, Sony, Toy Story 4 is probably going to make a billion dollars.
1: I, for one, welcome our Disney overlords. (laughs) Our mouse overlord. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, Disney's still killing it.
2: (laughs) It's
0: fucked up. And, uh wait i think i read somewhere i don't remember what the other movie was oh, oh 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 oh, spider-man far from home is also now only the second movie from sony to make a billion dollars what was the first one in the sky fall
1: what james bond yeah really oh wow and yet, they want to threaten Disney by fucking taking back their property. That makes no sense. <laughs> I mean,
0: all, so a lot of the other... Like, the Spider-Man movies have made money, just not a billion dollars.
1: Yeah, I know. But clearly, the, the the partnership is lucrative and working. It's definitely lucrative. Yeah.
0: But then they could be like, well, we still got other... For like, like Jumanji made close to a billion. Oh, man, we, we got M- Morbius coming down the line, all right? We don't need anything. <laughs> That's <laughs> got- not... I mean... I, I, I'm not even gonna say it's not gonna make shit because I thought Venom was gonna flop too. I wanted to, flop and it made so almost bad. it made almost a billion dollars. Ridiculous, <laughs> very ridiculous. But yeah, that's crazy that Disney's like popping out these franchises like oh yeah every movie we came out this year pretty much with the exception of maybe Dumbo I think Dumbo is the one that didn't really that that like flopped <laughs> I mean, like fucking 700 million dollars or something like that it flopped And like every other movie billions billions billions, 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 billions. billions. but Sony's <laughs> like yeah oh we got two movies yay but oh, what, our first movie came out 2012
1: <laughs> that's cute so you suck our dicks and make a billion dollars I got you <laughs> somehow it's your win got you
0: <laughs> but uh company that's wishing they're making a billion dollars is uh, DC. And uh, the writers of Avengers Endgame, Marcus and McFeely, whatever the fuck their names are, Yeah, they basically came out and said this is what they would do with a Superman if they had a chance to write Superman. And they said, I certainly think that Captain America shows that there are certainly ways to really do a good Superman movie in this day. You know, you don't have to dirty him up. You don't have to get rid of his earnestness. The Christopher Reeve Superman is one of my favorite movies. And so that's one we certainly would borrow. Wait. So that's one we certainly borrow from all the time. Basically saying, yeah, you don't have to make Superman snap Zod's neck in order to make a good movie. Mm. You can still make him an altruistic, noble Superman like the way we see Superman and still make a good Superman movie and then you even think about what they did in the comics like how they made they roughed him up in New 52 and people didn't like that and then they brought back the other Superman they just made him an asshole
1: that's the problem they made him like cocky like, yeah. nobody wants a cocky Superman like oh yeah I get it. you kick my ass ain't you gonna be an asshole about it fuck you
0: <laughs> yeah and they brought back the original Superman back and those Superman comics have been selling until Bendis came in. <laughs> oh my god so yeah I would like to see them write a Superman
1: movie. That'd be nice if they ever do it. If they ever do it, which <laughs> they're not, until Marvel takes the rights from D- from WB for DC. <laughs> but also with that,
0: uh, they have come out and said what they're gonna do with the Captain America, Falcon, Winter Soldier stuff, and they're gonna go the route of the comics by basically saying that the crux of what the show's going to be is the government doesn't want Sam Wilson to be Captain America. Wait, really? Because
1: yes. black. <laughs> the racism. Yeah. Why Why don't they want to... Be- I'm, and I'm pretty
0: sure... They didn't go into oh, it. But I'm pretty sure it? also part of it is the fact that he was a fugitive for a while with, with Steve. So? So you got a fugitive being Captain America. Plus he's black. <laughs> what
1: was Captain... What was Steve... They never gone on- Steve was a fugitive too. So they didn't No, know- but five years ago. What have they been doing for the last five why years? Well no,
0: Remember uh, when he showed up
1: in Infinity War... You no, know. no. And Ross was like, "Yeah, five years ago, arrest them." Yeah, five years ago, before the snap. So, like, what what was Captain America doing those five years? Was he still was he, he Captain America? He was on the run. Between Infinity War and Endgame. In the five year time skip. Like, what? What, why no? The ta- they never really established like was he Captain america He was he was doing like you know PTSD meetings. Yeah, he and was stuff. doing PTSD meetings, but I was think. he ever doing Captain America stuff? I don't think. So. I don't, know. They, didn't don't really, know. they didn't really say. So I, I would have thought, because Black Widow was still doing Avenger shit. So you would think like the government would have been like, you know what? Yeah, but was she doing it as part of the government? I don't know. That's the thing. They never established it. So yeah. maybe not. I don't know. All I know is the government, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> now that the government's back, they're like, no, 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 no black Captain America. We're not doing that. <laughs> but uh, I think that looks good, though. Especially with the Zemo, Zemo, Zemu, Zemo. Zemo. I said Zemu. Shamu? <laughs> yeah, Shamu. The Zemo stuff. That makes sense to me. Bring Zemo back. Make him comic accurate. Make him the villain of the series. I like that.
0: Well, something I also like that makes sense, and this is like, duh. But it's now confirmed. It's official contract negotiations and all that other bullshit. But Denaguerre is coming back as a Koye for Black Panther 2. It's like, duh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, why wouldn't she? Yeah, what? duh. That's like T'Challa's right-hand woman. And then there's a billion-dollar franchise. Why wouldn't Danai be like, oh, yeah, Black Panther 2? Of course, I'm not coming back
1: for that. Nah, man. (laughs) I'm quitting The Walking Dead. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't don't need need that. What? (laughs) Halle Berry will be Okoye. (laughs) No.
0: uh, Scarlett Johansson is Okoye. (laughs) She 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 can play whoever she wants. Yep. Any tree or animal or whatever. But uh, speaking of somebody that can play whoever they want, well, Wesley Snipes can't play whoever he wants because he's been wanting to replay Blade for the longest time. But it's been said that it's going to be Mahershala Ali to play Blade. And so they asked him what he thought of Mahershala Ali playing Blade. And so he came out and released an official statement saying, Fuck him. (laughs) You know that's what he wanted to say. But this is what he really said. To all the daywalkers losing their minds right now, Chillax. Although the news comes as a, as a comes as yeah. a surprise, it's all good. Such is the business of entertainment. Much peace to the MCU crew. Always a fan. Honor and respect to the Grandmaster Stan. Congratulations and salam to Mahershala Ali, a beautiful and talented artist whose expressions I look forward to experiencing. Experience, I can't say that word. Experiencing. Experienc- I can't say that word. <laughs> experiencing for many years to come. In Salah, we will work some. We will someday work together. Is he
1: Muslim? I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess. Oh.
0: Most importantly, to my loyal fans, the incredible outpouring of love is overwhelming. I am grateful for the never-ending support. So, not nah fret, not nah worry. It's not the end of the story. What the fuck? That's how he. That's how he writes it.
1: Okay, either he was high writing this, or not nah, <laughs> nah, nah fret, not nah worry. Not nah fret, not nah worry. It's not the end of the story. What you become Sebastian from the Ray? Under the scene.
2: Confirmed.
0: And he says, Welcome to the Daywalker click. Of two. <laughs> There's a grand total of two in that clique. So yeah, that's his political statement written by Vaught saying that, yeah, I support Mahershal Ali, but really behind my behind the scenes, he's like, fuck Marvel.
1: <laughs> they should bring him in for a cameo somehow.
0: A lot of people are saying he should play Whistler. How do you feel about that? I'm like, uh-huh. yeah.
1: yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's also because he looks too much like Blade. Like, it had to be like Blade's father or something. Yeah, it had to be. Like, it can't be, like, wow, isn't it weird how we look exactly the same? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was show up on set with sunglasses just like Blade. Like, no, no, I'm Whistler, but I'm Blade, too, at the same time. <laughs> so I'm like, uh yeah. Yeah, that sounds like he was kind of talking through his teeth, like, Yeah. Congratulations, Ali. It's all good. I'm not bitter at all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Cause remember all this talk? Remember all these tweets about, oh, yeah, Blade's coming back? I've been having a conversation with the Marvel and all
1: this other stuff. Yeah, dude, no. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess those conversations ain't going nowhere. I still thought Old Man Blade would have been a good idea for a daughter of Blade, but whatever.
0: And it's like, really, I say Old Man Blade. It's like, my Herschel, granted, he's younger than Wesley Snipes, but he's still, he's like 43. He's 43. Yeah. Damn, Black don't crack. He look good. So it's like, you're not really going that young with uh, with Blade.
1: No, but at the same time... that's. And then it kind of makes right. you
0: wonder, like, if they do a movie, like, what are they going to do with Blade? Like, how are they going like, to bring in vampires into this world?
2: Because I feel like
1: question. that's a whole other really? avenue of the Marvel Universe that seems, like, weird. So it was like, so we never once realized there were vampires lurking in the darkness here? Really? Really, guys? Nobody <laughs> not once <laughs> that's why I'm like
0: I thought I always thought that blade would have came in with like the 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 Netflix shows hmm because I'm like that would kind of, it would kind of make sense for that. I don't but know like if they're gonna do a movie,
1: that's a good question
0: like you think about the Blade movie like pretty much not everybody but they pe- people knew there were vampires in the world, oh yeah,
1: usually humans didn't though they were they were like vampire hunters that knew. But the, for the most part, humans didn't. Well, by the end of Blade, was wasn't it Blade Three? Everybody knew. Maybe they'll do like a like a Doctor Strange mysticism thing, where like the, the the vampires have like a charm or something that makes them invisible or something. I don't fucking know. I mean, I about.
0: guess it would make sense if if they bring Blade within the Doctor Strange universe. Yeah. Because not a lot of people knew about Doctor Strange and the sorcerers
1: and all that stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's a whole mysticism world out there that other heroes don't know about.
0: But it's still weird. Like, if you think about, like, even the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe, all these characters that are all in one universe, some of it, like, it doesn't make sense.
2: No. It's like, is fucked up. <laughs> Dra-
0: Dracula exists in the same universe as Iron Man. John
1: Constantine and Frankenstein and all the other stuff exists in the same world as Superman. And you would think if they knew about that. Like, if, if Blade ever walked into the Avengers Tower and was like, guys, Dracula's real, wouldn't they just go curb stomp his ass like in the next day like why would they ever wait like eh, we we'll you handle that like go
2: stop it <laughs> it's
1: dracula yeah it's,
0: it's weird
1: <laughs> iron
0: man cap and thor just curb stomp dracula <laughs> well, like you think about the devil exists like john constantine fights lucifer but you think about lucifer existing in the same world as like superman and it's like yeah true but superman's supposed to be the most powerful but then it's like no lucifer could wipe superman out in- instantly
1: well, magic, you know.
0: Yeah, but still, it's like, it's weird that these worlds <laughs> yeah, are the same.
1: Yeah. That's comics, man. <laughs> everything exists at the same time, so. <laughs> Aliens and vampires. Yeah. But, uh. Alien vampires. <laughs>
0: I mean, that could be a thing. But, uh, speaking of everything existing at the same time, uh, now that Disney completely owns Hulu. They're gonna say Disney Plus is gonna be an add on to Hulu the Hulu service.
1: Mm. So it's
0: all connected, Jordan. Wait, An
1: add on? Yeah. So if you pay for Hulu, you're already pay for Disney Plus? Or how's that work? So like if you pay extra, you can get Hulu and Disney Plus, like an add on. Oh, so it's like it'll be a discounted price for both of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's all connected. Yeah, man. I'm really curious to see where the streaming services... Like, I'm are curious
0: how what are they going to do like now that they own both? How are they going to differentiate like, what's going to go on Hulu and what's going to go on Disney Plus? I assume just all the Disney stuff goes on Disney and
1: everything else goes on Hulu. But right?
0: like Runaways is Disney. It's Marvel. But that's on Hulu. So are they going to transfer it over?
1: Uh, I would
0: the think... Ghost, the Ghost Rider show is going
1: to Hulu. Oh, maybe not. All right. Maybe all the adult things that are disney-esque on hulu all the kid-friendly pg stuff i get it, but i'm like is runaways really that really that adult yeah, nothing it's, more, m- it's like
0: pg-13 yeah nothing's really some of the m- marvel movies
1: yeah that's true it's like other than a little bit of blood it's not like anything crazy not like the boys <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not like the
0: boys it's yeah. not like
1: they like are dropping a bunch of f-bombs in the runaways yeah that's weird Maybe for the sake like of branding, they'll leave it there. But something like Ghost Rider makes sense to go there because it's like that's darker. And then like, what's gonna go? Cause free—they also own Freeform,
0: and that's like what Cloak and Dagger and all that shit is on. They do? Yeah, that's Dis- thats A B—that's the a- uh, Disney.
1: Then what the fuck?
0: Yeah, what? Freeform—it used to be called ABC Family, but then they just changed the name to Freeform, but it's still owned by Disney.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that shit. The Hulu. Because
0: you know Disney owns ABC. I didn't know that. Oh, but. well, Disney owns ABC and ABC Family. <laughs> Disney owns everything. And Hulu and Disney Plus. Does Disney and, e- and ESPN. What the fuck? And Marvel and Lucasfilms and Pixar.
1: When does the Monopoly thing happen? <laughs> like, it and remember
0: again? I talked about them talking about uh, buying Activision. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Disney owns your soul. And now they own Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till they buy DC. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna own everything. I'd be fine with that.
0: <laughs> but uh speaking of owning everything, well, some of the Chinese audiences aren't owning up to uh Simi Lu, who is the uh guy that's been cast as Shang-Chi. And the reason I say that is because a good handful of them are saying he's not hot enough to play Shang-Chi. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just a complaint, he's not hot enough? Yes. Uh, so here's one of the complaints. He looks like how Westerners thinks us Asians all look. The fuck does that mean? I don't know.
1: How Westerners think Asians look? I don't know what that means. I like an Asian person? I don't. <laughs> I'm confused. I feel like if they had like a, a K pop star or a J pop star, that would be more of like a, this is how all Americans think Asian people look. Or if somebody were he tweeting, like a, he's like a normal guy. They think this guy is hot enough. To be
0: Shang-Chi. He looks like a baby. And I'm like, he's got a baby face. I'm like, fuck that. And obviously, uh, you guys can't see, but I think his name is Yu Yan Pegg
1: on Instagram. He looks like a J-pop star. That's what I was talking about. But I'm like, I think this guy looks better. He looks way better. He looks like actually can kick my ass. The other guy looks like a fucking pop star. People are fucking weird. <laughs> Oh, they chose an ugly Asian guy. Says, what? He looks what if, good. It's
0: not that they say that he's ugly. They just say they don't think he's hot enough by their standard. Then it says, oh, the, kind of, the kind of Asian beauty embraced by the West would not be considered mainstream in China at all. So what's the...
1: Do they have any more another example of their Asian standard of beauty?
2: Yeah, if then, it, uh, if
1: it's a K-pop else, star, Somebody else said he's a stereotypical looking Asian. What does that mean? He looks like an Asian... He looks like a regular Asian guy. It's like it's someone put put, put 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 a picture of me up and was like, "Look, it's generic-looking black guy." It's like I'm just a black guy. I don't. Oh, <laughs> what do for me? <laughs> like, what do what do they want? I guess I don't know. It's
0: it's like the whole thing with like, oh, he's not Asian enough. I guess what that's probably what they're saying. Like the whole, you how black are you or how black you're not? Like what Obama? Like are you black enough? And it's like, what does that mean? If you are not my skin color, I'm black. black. Is midnight black? My skin color means I'm black. Like, what? Just because I'm not fucking
1: sagging my pants and speak ebonics? That doesn't mean I'm black? I don't understand why they think that little J-pop looking guy would be a better Shang-Chi when that other guy that they actually did cast looks like he can actually kick ass. He looks like he's got some musculature to him. He looks kind of like a young, like Jackie Chan almost.
0: Uh, but this, okay. So this is what they want. They consider like the guy it's on the, be good. the guy in black and white. They're saying that's considered
1: hot. And Asian. I knew it. He's yeah. a fucking a, a pretty boy. That's, like a consi- fucking that's, pretty that's boy. considered hot.
0: So that's so, what that's more on the lines of what they want for Shang Chi. So they want the equivalent of a super light. if, so, if it was uh, a black
1: person, so for those, it'd those listening the to the
0: podcast, his name is Chris Wu, K R I S Wu W U. If it was so, a black person, it'd be the equivalent of like, oh wait, you cast Michael B. Jordan? So it no, says, no, yeah, Chris not. Wu. So Fan Bing Bing, that's her that's the girl's name, and Chris Wu are the two prime examples of the most sought-after looks in China. Very
1: small white features. Because that's the standard of beauty in, in China and most Asian countries. Yeah. Small, tiny ass features that aren't realistic, mind you. Both those people probably had a buttload of fucking plastic surgery. Asian people by default don't have noses that small, don't have chins that narrow, don't have eyes that are that rounded. And I'm speaking as somebody who, i really, I'm speaking for Jamie because Jamie used to complain about that shit all the time. Jamie used to be so down on herself because she would always feel like I'm putting Jamie's business out there, but she used to talk about this. She used to talk about nah, she used to talk about this too. That in her country, because Jamie looked good, right? You know, yeah. Jamie looked good. Yeah. Jamie's very, Jamie's beautiful. Yeah, but she would always talk about how when she would go to Korea, she was looked at as like kind of homely or or uh, ugly. Because she doesn't have plastic surgery like a lot of Korean people do. So she doesn't have like the super narrow chin or the super narrow nose or or like the eyes that are like more round. Because that's not natural. Like if you see like, you know about this, right? Like Korean and, and, and China and even Japan. Like they, they get skin whiteners. They get eye surgery to make their eyes look less, I don't know, squinty. I don't know what the right word is for that. But they, they, they round their eyes. They narrow their nose. This is like, And it's very common in those Asian countries. Plastic surgery is like one of the most common surgeries in those countries. And it's because of that unrealistic standard of beauty they have. So yeah, yeah, fuck that. I would never want Marvel to be like, you know who Shang-Chi is? A J-pop star who probably fucking had so much surgery to look that way in the first place. The other guy looks actually like a natural fucking person. Fuck that shit. Martial arts masters are supposed to look like a J-pop star? It's fucking stupid. That yeah. that'd be equivalent, like if they casted ah, um, oh, it's not a word. They, I hate that okay. word. It'd be equivalent. If they cast what's his name, Jimon uh, Hansu, as Black Panther, but then they're like, if Black people complain and like, no, but you, that's not the standard of beauty for Black people. If you want a, a beautiful Black person, you should make it Michael B. Jordan. Like you know what I mean? Like it's that it's that kind of equivalency Like oh, because he's light skinned, he's got smaller features. That's more beautiful to you? Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Well, he's not hot enough.
0: I was like, <laughs> if they don't want him, I'll take him because he looks hot to me. He looks like a fighter. I'll keep that, i put that dick in my mouth. It has mm-hmm. a nice home right here. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> all
1: right, that's not where I was coming from, but. <laughs> wasn't it though? Do you agree with the other guy being too pretty? Yeah, everybody sucks a little bit of dick. <laughs> Just a little bit. Do you agree with the guy being too pretty though? Yeah. Yeah, he's too pretty. He's like, He's like a girl boy. No, there's anything wrong with that. <laughs>
0: but you like that. I do like that.
1: <laughs> but not for my badass fighter. I don't think it's a, a representation of like what an actual martial artist would look like. That's like, I want him because he's pretty. Fuck you. That's not what a fighter is. Isn't it though? No. <laughs> Jet Li. Jackie Chan. Donnie Yen. They don't look like that guy.
0: Well, speaking of fighting, there's gonna be a lot of fighting in this movie, cause it's they revealed its runtime. It's gonna be pretty long. It's longer than the than the first movie, but uh, it Chapter Two, which comes out in September, I think the first week of September. They've revealed that their mov- their movie is going to be Infinity War length.
1: Three hours. That's
2: endgame. Oh, oh, it's
1: my bad.
0: <laughs> Two hours and forty five minutes. Two hours and forty five. That's two, basically in game. Damn. Well, I mean, it's fifteen minutes. How, how long was the other one? Two I hours. I think it was like two hours. Two hours and forty five is a long time for a
1: horror movie. I don't know how I, I can look it up. How long was it, it? It chapter one. Hey man, if you if you jam pack that shit with ki- with kills and kill. two fifteen. Okay, so half hour more. You think they're actually gonna go into like the mythos of this shit? Because the original didn't even do that.
0: I mean, if they want to make themselves different from the original, I feel like they should have to. Two hours and 45 minutes. You got a lot of time. Yeah, 2.45. You got time to talk about the turtle and
1: the... (laughs) How can they talk about that? i would be like, what? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) There's a cosmic turtle. I mean, just like they said with
0: Black Panther, they said the earliest cut of the movie was four hours long, so they had to cut. Jesus.
1: Cut it down. See, I don't like that, though. Like when, do you like that type of news where it's like, oh, our, our movie was like five hours long, we cut down to two, or we cut down to three, or something? Because yeah, like, it's
0: like, no, I want to see like okay, the uh, the only way I would appreciate that news is they say, well, when it comes out on Blu-ray, we'll release the four-hour cut or whatever the fuck. But it's like the fact that we're never gonna see all of these scenes that you cut out, like. I hate that. Okay. Same I, with Black Panther. It's like, oh yeah, the original cut of Black Panther was almost four hours. Like, Give me the fucking four hours.
1: See, my issue with it isn't that I'm not seeing those scenes, is that I'm always afraid that missing those scenes will make the movie feel disjointed. That's always my fear. Black Panther, not so much, but I could see, I looking at that movie like from the top down, you can see in places where it could be fleshed out better. Like even like the, the Killmonger moments. Of him going to Wakanda, like that was just like a like a jump. He went from killing uh, Andy Serkis, his Claw, to just showing up in Wakanda, going, "Oh yeah, here's Claw," and fucking Dude Man, his best friend, going, "Yep, I'm with you now, King." It's like what the ch- the child was your best friend? You dig Like yeah. I- I'm sure there were scenes in between there that fleshed that out better, but like you know, it just feels like there's things missing. Yep. So I I, I don't know. To me, I always kind of get wary when I hear that. I don't get excited. I'm like ah. I, I would rather like, you almost plan. kinda like what
0: they did with Justice League. It was like, oh I mean yes. not Justice League. Uh no, Justice, B- League. B- B- BVS. Justice League B V S. Justice League 2. Justice League was two hours. Well no, I was gonna say something different where it's uh, like um they released one they released the, the the two and a half hour version or whatever in theaters but then when it came to the Blu-ray they released the, the much longer oh, the ultimate cut the, yeah. yeah the ultimate cut it's like well I wish they would do that with other movies it's like well you got a theatrical version because you know people gotta go to the bathroom and all the other stuff and you don't necessarily want to put an intermission because this isn't fucking Broadway Yeah. but then when it comes to the blu- Blu-ray we'll release the extended edition the director's cut or yeah. whatever so you get to see more footage That's actually a great and that example. gives it more that gives you more of an incentive to want to buy the Blu-ray especially since they're talking about Blu-ray sales dwindling and stuff like that
1: mm. yeah And that's a great example because that's actually a concrete example where you can see the difference in what was cut versus what was left in. Literally the things that cut out filled fucking plot holes that were in the theatrical cut. Like that was important shit. Yeah, and then
0: you're at home, so if it's like a four-hour movie, you can pause it and go to the fucking bathroom or yeah. go jerk off if you need to. That was, <laughs> oh, that bit yeah. out my butt scene. That was a scene of uh, Pennywise, Pennywise dancing like that. I got my dick hard. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: that grandma scene, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Superman
0: you going in that fucking tub with, with Lois Lane. Like, mm. man getting his fucking muddy, muddy
2: boots yeah. in the fucking <laughs>
1: in the water with the pussy yeah mm, can't wait to see that mm. like I gotta jerk off after that <clears throat> uh,
0: final news tidbit it's not really that important but uh, and I'm only bringing it up because you got freaked out by that scene But uh, wait what uh, uh, Yeti Badaki <laughs> okay that's the woman that played, uh, what's her face, in American Gods, uh, Billquist. The, the black one, woman? The black that woman that swallows into yeah, her swallowed people with
1: her, her, in her pussy. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: She's campaigning very hard, like very, very hard.
1: <laughs> to I want a porno of this. Huh? <laughs> she's like, I want to make a full feature-length porno no. of me sucking dudes in my vagina. Well, no, she's campaigning very hard to play Storm in the MCU. I can't even tell you if I'm down with that, only because all I remember about her character is the vagina thing, and it kind of just it overrode anything else I remember from that fucking show. Was she good? That was, that was the best. That was the best thing. That was terrifying. <laughs> I've only seen the first season, and she wasn't in it that much. Well, was she good in the stuff that she was in? Like, could you see her a Storm? I don't. I, have, I don't have an opinion, so. I mean, I don't know. I would have to. I don't know. I mean, she's dark skinned. That's good. That's a, that's a step in the right direction she, for Storm. She, she's Nigerian, so... Yeah. Because we've only had light-skinned Storms. Pretty much. <laughs> storms that are like second second fiddle characters. Storms that have been half-white yeah. with uh, Halle Berry and then uh,
0: Alexander. Oh, they're both half-white? They're both half-white. Storm's not. African.
1: Well, African storm's,
0: goddess. Storm's American, but... Wait, uh, what? Both her parents... She was born in New York, but she was raised in Africa. How
1: the fuck did that
0: happen? She was born in New York and they took her to Africa to become a thief on the streets? She was born in New York. When she, like, when she was born, her, par- like, her father's American, her mother's Kenyan. So she was born in New York, but when she was a baby, they moved back to Africa. Like, after she gave birth, they moved back to Africa. And, but then her parents died when she was a baby. and So that's how she ended up. So convoluted. Not when she was a baby, they died when she was young. And so that's why she was raised on the streets.
1: But why did they even bother with the New York origin? Why do not just start her in Africa? No, How much complicated? <laughs> she was born in New York. Needlessly complicated.
0: <laughs> just start in Africa. <laughs> she's a citizen. So oh, is that
1: why? They can't kick her out of the country. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. Maybe it was like a plot point or something. Like, no, I'm American. That's, I
0: don't know. Whatever.
1: <laughs> I guess they didn't want to have... Re- I don't know. It's weird because then I'm
0: like, I guess they didn't want to make a story of, oh, how are we going to get Xavier? How's Xavier going to get her back to America with the X Men? Oh, she got to get a visa and all this other stuff. It's like, no, she's American.
1: (laughs) He's got psychic powers. He just, he just, like, Jedi somebody, like, you will sign her papers. He he doesn't do that. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm down for her being Storm. I'm down for a, a different take on Storm. Older, thank God. Dark skinned. Maybe fucking actually important to the goddamn story for once instead of the fucking secondary well, characters. We,
0: we still don't know what they're gonna do with Storm. I, I know, I know, I don't. But I'm just saying, like, I just want her to be. But I keep saying the best. I think the best way to introduce X Men in the MCU before they even do an X Men movie is to just introduce certain characters within certain movies. Like have Storm show up in Black Panther, whether it's Black Panther two or Black Panther three.
1: Yeah, I'm down with the teases, but I want an X Men have like. Wolverine show up in a Hulk movie. And maybe they will do a first class, like an accurate first class that takes place in the past and they'll retcon this shit somehow. Which is, well, maybe not a Hulk movie because they're not going to do a Hulk movie. He's Professor Hulk
0: now. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's over. <laughs> we've, we've missed the Planet Hulk train. That's never coming back. Yeah. World War Hulk, forget about it. That shit ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they could take, this is not talking about Storm anymore, but they could take like the Red Hulk character And use that character for like stuff like the World War Hulk storyline. But who would it be? Like, it's not gonna be. Make it Ross, the same actor. I mean, yeah, no. Cause he's kind of old too. Well, you'd be. It would be one-off story in in a World War Hulk story where the World War Hulk is Red Hulk. You could kill him. The only reason he didn't die at the end of World War Hulk was because he was still the Green Hulk, and they was like, oh no, we gotta save him for other comics. But you know, the World War the World War Hulk storyline is kind of like final. To me, that was the end of the Hulk story. Like, Betty dies. His love of his life and the other planet dies. His best friend dies. He gets put into a coma at the end. Like, he's dead. And it's irredeemable. Like, he, he, he held the world hostage. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no coming back from that. So you make it but the Red was. Hulk. But there was in the comic. <laughs> but that's because the comic's never end. <laughs> Dumb shit. But yeah, I think that'd be cool. You get a Hulk that's a villain and you don't have I'm to I'm trying to think of what other...
0: How would you introduce any other X-Men in another movie? I guess you could introduce like Kitty
1: Pride and Spider-Man. Yeah. Maybe an you know, Iceman and Spider-Man. Yeah, in Ultimate Comics him, Johnny Storm, and, and Iceman were like roommates. That'd be cool. I don't know what other... Oh, that'd be awesome college years for him if he was like in a dorm with Iceman, Human Torch. I watched that movie. And they fuck. No, what? <laughs> I mean, maybe I have, like a, a spinoff porn or something. Three some Hot and cold Spider-Man story.
0: I mean, I mean Johnny, Johnny Storm has been... Conf- he's he's canon. He's pansexual. Since when? Him and Dakin had sex. What
1: the fuck? Comics! <laughs> <laughs> when did this shit happen?
0: <laughs> but of course, you know how comics do... They're, they're never going to mention it ever again. Yeah,
1: they fucked it one time. It was more like, than one time, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking Wolverine's clone of all okay. things. Why? Why? That's well, not his clone. It's his son. Son clone. I guess it's his son. It's his son. H eight X
0: twenty three is his clone. Oh, but Deacon me. is his actual son.
1: Okay. Weird. Yeah,
0: they were. They were. They had a whole relationship. Why? Because <laughs> he's pansexual. With the mohawk, Deacon. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Weird. All right. On that note, let's get the fuck out of here. Jordan is homophobic. No, I'm gonna go home and read the comic and jack off. <laughs> yeah.
0: But they don't slow tantric tug. They don't show it. They just allude to it. But then the writer came out and was like, no, if you guys haven't, if you didn't get from my writing that they were having sex, then. But I'm like, then sh- not like show, show it. it. <laughs> not like show it. I want
1: full penetration. But like,
0: what's with this? Like, I don't want subtext.
1: Give me text. Yeah. That's a pretty doozy just to throw in that subtext too. Giant Storm being pansexual with Dakin of all people—that's fucking weird. He's, isn't he a villain in the comics now? He's like an anti-hero, of course. <laughs> he could never be a straight villain. Okay, all right. Anyway, but yes, yeah, so this week's episode of Blair Vision. Next week we're gonna be talking about Hobbs and Shaw. Talking about never keeping a villain a villain. <laughs> Didn't Shaw kill like important people in that franchise? Yeah, he's, now, killed, uh, he's like what's Han. Face? Yeah, Han. Now they're all now he's but, family. But he's all, yeah, he's all he's family.
0: <laughs> I'm like, there's no redemption from this, but uh, apparently but there was. <laughs> yeah, apparently
1: there is. Vin Diesel gave him the the, the check mark. Like, yeah, he did. Don't worry, you're family now. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be fucking stupid. We both know this, but it might be awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. I have a fi- I have a feeling that it's gonna be like mindless popcorn fun. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> If this is a fun ride, I will call it a win. Yeah.
0: And more than likely, I'm pretty sure, like, what you got from the trailer is just gonna be is gonna be exactly what you get in the movie. Like, exactly what you think the movie is gonna be is what the movie is <laughs> gonna be. It's not gonna be any surprises <laughs> or anything like that. So based
1: on your taste, well, you're I'm, either gonna like that or you're gonna hate it. I have a prediction for the end. Nick Fury shows up and <laughs> recruits House and Schwab I mean, for the Avengers. I wouldn't even be that surprised, actually. He is in space. (laughs) And it's talking about the multiverse of madness, so... I mean, they did say Fast and Furious was going to end up in space at some point, so here we go. They did say that, (laughs) He needs a new space Avengers. (laughs) All right. That's been this week's episode of Blurred Vision. I'm your host, Jordan With. Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Ciao, Bella.
2: I guess